Hello, and welcome to my new arts and crafts show. I am your host, Jared. And over across from me is... Cody. And also, I'm we lo- have... I'm losing it. <laughs> That's not your name. <laughs> I know that your name is Alex. Why don't you apologize? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, oh man. Oh, Jesus. Welcome to the podcast that time forgot. Yes, sir. Hope there wasn't too much confusion there. Maybe just the right amount of confusion. Just the right amount of confusion. Yeah, man. A whole spiral of confusion. I see what you did there. A hole. (laughs) Is that what's left in you after this movie? (laughs) It wasn't that bad. Don't let us confuse you. Before we get to the movie, we have like... Twos of things to talk about. Oh, at least twos. twos. <laughs> at least twos of things. But yeah, it's been like what three weeks or or, 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 or more since. Or I mean, you know, there was that last episode that went up like to, n- just, to right before this one. <laughs> it's been literally minutes <laughs> since we recorded last. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, we, we've been doing stuff. Like, what have you been doing? What have you been doing? Yeah, Jared, you, you started See, off. what? I watched a whole bunch of Saw movies. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not counting that one yet. No. Oh, man, but what else did I do? No, I mean, that's, a, that's a big undertaking. What, what, what video games have you been playing? What books have you been reading? What? I could definitely talk about the video game part. Since did I do that a lot. Did you did you check your day by daylight ranking? Did you go down a lot or not at all or what? I think it was the same as you, rank eleven. That's not even it's, rank We're you not go supposed to. to have gone down, but it told me I was rank one, and then I went down to rank eleven. That's that's what mine did too. It said new rankings, and it had me rank one, and then I looked, and it was like rank eleven. I was supposed to go down to nine, but it was eleven, and I, and I had a pimp. Maybe you know the game secretly thought we were rank one. We do get ranked up, ranked up. We do get matched up against rank one players a lot, fairly yeah. often. Yeah, I will be Who back. Knows? I will be back playing it tomorrow though, because I'm done with Resident Evil. I'm still playing Resident Evil because I'm like I'm, I'm cursed to the not shift still. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to talk about that much now because I don't want to spoil it for you. But I, I'll just say I like it. I like it. I'm yeah. liking it. I like it. What's your thoughts on Resident Evil? I've only seen a few parts of the game. I've yet to play it. Just uh, the series and whole movies, the games. Like, no, oh, the, huh. are you a fan of Resident Evil? Resident or? Evil Four was my first <clears throat> game, and I didn't watch a movie and play it until years later. What'd you play that on? I thought you'd be like Resident Evil Four was my first. Resident you got Evil PS2? Game. It was also my last. What'd yeah, you do with it? I played on this in my closet, I think. Oh, something nice. like that. Yeah, I probably, I've I just never heard you talk about like anything PlayStation hardly. It's been a while. I think Guitar Hero was probably the last game I was obsessed with on the PlayStation. Mm. We used to play Guitar Hero at your house on Wii. Yeah, I had it on the Wii. That that was uh, one of the later ones that came out. Three, four, five, six. I think there's several more now. I haven't played any since the... the Rock Bands and stuff. Yeah, when Rock Band came out. But have you played or have you watched any of the Resident Evil movies? Oh, yeah, I've seen... I know I've seen the first one, and I saw one. I think it was Extinction, maybe. The one was in I mean, Vegas. The, they were in the desert. desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that one. out was, yeah. Nah, I didn't like it that much, honestly. They're kind of like the Leprechaun movies. That were just, they're, they're not good. You, kinda, more, you know what you're expecting. I think they're probably a little expect, more well-made than though. the Leprechaun movies. Mm. Like, or at least more effort is what being put into them. Mm. 
I feel like there's more love there oh, in, yeah. in the Leprechaun movies. Cause I don't know. In the later Leprechaun movies, they're not trying to get a paycheck. I'll put it this way. They're not trying to get a paycheck. There's more money put into them. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, like Resident Evil, they're, they're there for the paycheck. Leprechaun's yeah. not there for the paycheck. Yeah. Did Resident Evil ever do a prequel movie? I might be thinking of Underworld for some reason. Underworld. I'm confusing the two. But they're, I mean, no, I mean that's fair. I mean, similar I movies of like like art well, style and everything. And like, yeah, oh yeah. Like, like, oh, the later the, the first Resident Evil movie, it was it was fun. It was good. I liked I liked that movie. A lot. I'm trying to remember. A- after that, they become like action movies. They're not really about yeah. the horror anymore element. But they're coming up with um, like three different Netflix shows. There's one a live action one, and then there's a um, an animated one that takes place like right after Resident Evil Four, the game. So it's about West Wesker's kids. And I stuff want. And stuff. A movie designed in the style of the way the last two games have been, more like that instead of the the way the old video games went, which they didn't base the movies on. The, so you, you you want them based around Killer Mold? <coughs> yeah. Just no, come, just come to my house. Um, I mean, the last two games have been pretty different from the old games, though. Yeah, because they're not really like your typical zombies anymore, right? Which, I mean, if you go back to like, even Resident Evil 4, they wouldn't. There's not, like, huge hordes of zombies coming after you in these games. It's like werewolves now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. That's what, I, I feel like that's why the series, the live-action series is going to be more kind of like, not exactly first-person, but kind of like that Silent Hill feel. I Dude, I love Silent Hill the movie, Like, you were just really in my mind. The first movie was freaking still good. Oh, we watched it, like, last year. Um, Same one I did. You ever seen film. that? Silent, Silent Hill? Hill? Nope. Did you ever play the game? Nope. I didn't nope. either. <laughs> I can tell you. Yeah, it was fun. I imagine it's not as good as you remember. I remember it being a better movie. That was PS1, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, I remember it being a while ago. Uh, it, I remember, that's like uh, looking back on Vice City. I remember that game not being that different from like GTA 5. Like, no, as I'm far as I'm, about, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not talking about like the gameplay and stuff. Just the story was good. Oh, yeah. Mm, I was yeah. never like, I, I never cared much about like, I've always, when it comes to video games, like, give me a, a stupid gameplay, but only the story. Like, I, I, I care about more about the story than the gameplay. Oh, there has to be a balance. Because like, I don't like, want to play. Got, like, one of my favorite games in the past probably like 10 years is um, Child of Lot. And it's not. Great. I mean, it's great graphics, but not in the sense of like what we're used to, like realistic looking. Mm-hmm. Is like it looks like your old like side scroller, like kind of stuff. But the story, like it's it's a retelling of uh, Sleeping Beauty. It's, it, like, really it's not even the graphics that gets me. It's some of the um like some stuff that'll get like if you'll even go back to Horizon, some of it got repetitive, and I was just like doing it. It felt like a chore instead of. I was actually having fun doing all these collect collecting things. Oh yeah, yeah. But but you don't have to do that. No, but I wanted to. Yeah. But you make you can't sit here complaining about being repetitive when you wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. When you can. Yeah. You know, I that's did. the American way. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I tell people when I go to work. Like, how you doing today? Like, I'm good. I'm like, uh, I can't complain, or I can, and I probably will a little bit later. Ask me a little bit. Right. Because yeah. that's American. America. But, oh, what my point about Vice City was, I remember the the game having much more, uh, 
like people walking around the streets and cars driving by all the time, just like it is in GTA Five. Oh, yeah. And then I looked at some gameplay on YouTube one day, and I was like, "There's hardly anybody walking around. There's no cars hardly anywhere." And then I looked at, um, I remember the we we watched it here one day before we recorded a podcast. We were watching like all the old Spider Man games, and then it showed Spider Man Two like the game they put out for the movie and there's the the detail in the game it looks like an unfinished game like him swinging around the city the buildings are just like so blocky looking and like there's nobody hardly anywhere walking around i feel like he didn't move when he was (laughs) yeah but i remember thinking that game was so good uh back in the day you know what game is still good in my mind and like i don't want to hear y'all's opinion on it at all the Spider or the Superman game for the sixty four. Oh, dude, I like that game. Never Flying through the rings. Oh, so you do. Fly through rings, man. <laughs> I, in my mind, I remember liking it. It came out around the same time, I think. It was for Brent, Brendan Shaw's. Uh, uh, it's like a bad guy from the truck. It is. It's the same guy. <laughs> oh, Brandon Ralph. Yeah, Brandon Ralph. Yeah, um, it's a Sebastian Shaw. It's not Brandon. It's not Sebastian Shaw. Who's that? I don't know. Somebody. Hey, it's, Siri. Hey, Siri. Who is Sebastian Shaw? Sebastian Lewis Shaw was an English actor, director, novelist, playwright, and poet. Should I keep going? No. Daniel Shaw was his name in Chuck. He got a bunch of words. I'm thinking of Sebastian Stan. I put a bunch of, like the Winter Soldier. I, put a, I just put a bunch of names together, names to get together. I won't say uh, something I did this week, but uh, my mom called me the other day and she's like, "Hey, we finally watched Devil All the Time." I was like, "Oh, oh man!" Okay, you should have been like, "Oh, what does he say?" <laughs> delusion. He's like, "That's that's delusion." And she's like, "Why'd you tell me to watch that movie? That was horrible." <laughs> I was like, "It was horrible in a good way." Like. There's a lot. She's a horrible, good movie. I mean, but that's what we, we ended up talking. We talked Sometimes. about it a while, and she was she was meaning like the characters were horrible, like they're bad people. Hey, that makes that, yeah. That's yeah. In the end of the conversation, and it was like it was really well made though. Like it, like you hated all these people, but but that that was them succeeding in the yeah. movie. Yeah. And we talked about, like, uh, Sebastian Stan's character almost, you know, was, like, talking about, oh, I thought he was going to kill Tom uh, Holland. Mm-hmm. I was afraid for him the whole time. Well, we're going to die real, huh? <laughs> no, but we're you're invested in the movie. Or if I have. Yeah. We could have had a Brian Lee situation. Them two, uh, them, <laughs> his sister and his... Uh, his brother-in-law could have been killing all those people in real life. You mm-hmm. don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Tom Holland could be a serial killer right now. He could be. Wouldn't it be something if, like, who, who, who's your favorite actor or actress? Right, not, not all Just times. Right now, like working right now. Like they they put a movie out, you got to see that movie because you're invested in this actor or actor. Mm-hmm. Who 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 would that be? Brad Pitt. Wait, okay, Brad Pitt. What if it came out that Brad Pitt was a serial killer? I believe it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man. I would, but like, no, not that, Brad Pitt. Like, 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 literally, like, like they just like breaking the, the somebody breaks in his house. It's still Brad Pitt shit on an Oscar or something, and they go down to like, like why is this, why is he like 
They frame him. Why, why is his basement like locked up? I found a wine cellar. Oh, that's where the good shit is. They go down there. There's a girl chained up, and then there's like bones and shit in there. That'd be freaking. We should make this movie. Like a I mean, he movie should. Uh, he should go to the jail and then make more movies. No. Um. So in the rookie, uh, it's a lot like nine one one, but there's a mm-hmm. um Frankie Muniz. He's not a rookie anymore. It's like four seasons. <laughs> He's, He's almost not a rookie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Uh, Frankie Muniz is a child actor grown up in the show, and he's a leader of a cult. <laughs> I thought this has been happened before. <laughs> and uh, um, he gets framed for murder, or or he might have murdered somebody. I can't remember, but um, yeah, that's. But Brad Pitt, like, 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 yeah, yeah, they should take Brad Pitt to jail, and then uh, just keep making more movies while he's in jail, like with Would his that likeness. Work? No, just like go in there and film. Oh. It. <laughs> we set up a set. We make all prison movies. Why is the prison? What you got? Shawshank. Shawshank. Sure. Uh, yeah. All seasons of Prison Break. You got um, uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, oh, got, brother, where art thou? I don't know how they're going to do that in jail because yeah, it's only like a couple scenes in jail, right? I'm talking about the whole movie. I just know they break out of prison. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the other prison movie? Oh, you're saying like? remake. He, all those movies with him in. I was like, I'm thinking it. about all these movies. He's in none of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> the movie with Paul Newman. Uh, Paul Newman. The Great Escape. Oh, I've never seen it. Is it Paul Newman in that? The Great Escape? No, no, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Um, yeah. Escape the, the, from Alcatraz. The, the, the salad dressing guy? Green Mile. That's Paul, Paul Newman. Yeah, Steve McQueen is talking oh. about that. Yeah, Paul Newman, yeah, the salad dressing guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it'll work. Let's pitch it. I got a question. What do y'all think about... I got a question. Look at these scissors. <laughs> what do y'all... <laughs> what? The way... You look right. at uh, the way Marvel has done the... Um, and we may have talked about it before. The way Marvel has done uh, reverse aging scenes mm-hmm. on characters. Let's say 20 years from now, the way technology is looking, they're going to be able to... Archive all the footage, say, Morgan Freeman's been in. 20 years from now, he's not going to be alive, chances are. And they start making movies with deceased actors, and they're able just to use all that old footage to render new footage of these people. If If it's undetectable, do you think that's some, like, Something they'd have to pay somebody for. Yeah, I mean, first you'd have to get like the state of the family to approve it. Like when when uh, Carrie Fisher died, like her, well, Billy Lord was in the movies in the new Star Wars movie. Her daughter, mm-hmm. she's in the movies, but like her um, her estate gave Lucasfilm and Star Wars permission to like do that. Yeah, but they're like we don't want to do that. Oh, did somebody like, like do a stand in? For her, and then they rendered her face on top. Because yeah, remember, in the last Jedi, they had the, 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 the young version of mm-hmm. Luke and Lamb. Yeah, that's what I, I think it was Billy Ward, actually, the daughter that did it. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, so like they got permission. But like, if it's done right, like there's some I wouldn't want to do because I feel like it would not be a slap in the face. But like I'm like, they would never do that. I don't, I don't know how they would feel about you doing that with their with that character or something. So it's it's a it's a there'll be it's, somebody it's a case by case situation <clears throat> of what like there'll be someone that does it. Maybe not with that huge of an actor like John Wayne or some crazy like, something like, like, like that. Morgan Freeman but, actually saying teasprinkles, like, he would never actually do that. <laughs> but there'll be somebody that makes it a, makes a whole movie as the main character of someone that's been dead, but they're the 
main character for the whole movie just because it ain't never been done before. Uh, just to see, you know, what it's like. But uh, Or they could just get, like, with Doctor Sleep, like, I was hoping they would do that. Like, with, with Jack Nicholson. With D.H. Jack Nicholson, but they just had Henry... Yeah, he's a good dude. Do it, and you can tell he's a director, but like, just recast somebody that looks like yeah. him. Or, or like, they can do it fine. But too. Go- that's my point. I believe the way we're oh, going, sure. it's going to happen. Things will be twenty years. Like, yeah. they're already doing it. Yeah. But yeah, what was the question there? Uh, more about like the eth- ethics of it. Like, who- well, like it's, it's going to be like a case by case, and like, yeah, if the family, if the family's okay with it, then whatever. I'm like, yeah. You know, I mean, I, how I, that's how I am. Like, like it doesn't matter my opinion. Or not. I just, if I know it's an opinion, somebody. Well, we were talking about it before it kind of happened. Not in that extreme of a thing, but Terrence Howard is suing 20th Century Fox for like he did a TV show and his face is part of the logo. And they, may, I think they might have made a movie based on the TV show or something. Is what I gathered from it. And they still use that logo, and he's not in the movie. So I don't I don't know everything about that, but yeah, definitely if you're using somebody's likeness, at least let them know. Yeah. <laughs> like get, get approved to do it. Like I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's the, so where does that fall with like record labels? Like if I know Apple Records isn't like isn't it called Apple Records. The I think there's Beatles? Apple Records. The Beatles. Isn't it called that? Or like, Abbey Road? Or, I think it's Abbey Road yeah. Studio, maybe or something like that. Record. But there, but it's the Apple on the yeah. logo. Uh, um, not to be confused with Apple, the American Apple. Like, no, I think it is corporation. I think it is related, but I could be wrong. But it's a different logo. It's like a big green apple. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it is something different. But if the if a band is the face of the com- studio's company and they're no longer a band, I don't know if they're getting. Ro- they probably had to originally sign off that that image isn't belong to them anymore. Oh, yeah, Even yeah. if they're on on the image, I'm sure there's a case for. Uh, go back to uh, like Turner Classic Movies. You know the logo for that has a man on it. I'm sure he's not getting whoever that is probably isn't getting paid if that's an actual render of an actor because it kind of it honestly kind of looks like the dude from. Uh, hey, here's to you, kid. Yeah, we're going about rights things. Yeah. Oh, like if you're out there and you're making something, always. Keep it like, like, no matter how much you think you might get. Like, I mean, perfect example is like Taylor Swift. She didn't own any of her crap, and like they held it over her so she'd do all this pop shit that she didn't want to do for like the last not twenty years, but like ten years, whatever. Then she finally got back her masters and stuff. So she's doing what she like indie music. That's what she's always wanted to do. She want to be this big pop performer, and like I don't know, I don't know. Just it took Britney Spears like twenty years to get the rights to her own life back. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's still fighting for it. Like, I think she, I, I, I want to say I heard something. I don't, I don't really keep up with yeah, them much, but um, you look at um, the freaking creator of insulin. He sold the patent for insulin. Yeah, he, he sold the patent for insulin for like fifty dollars or hundred dollars because he he wanted it to be affordable for everybody, and you I don't get someone bought it and then jacked the price. Like every company got together and said, "Hey, let's just all jack up the price." It, if you bought it out of pocket in the United States, it's three thousand dollars. With insurance, it's like twelve hundred dollars, still out of pocket, but you have to pay. Every other country, it's essentially uh, free. What's crazy is you can go and get a prescription for a dog for mm-hmm. insulin, and go pick up that prescription. It's the same vial that you go pick up for an oh, animal. Yeah. And it's way cheaper, or for a human. I don't know what I said, but 
That's something I want to talk about too. I don't, well, I don't want to talk about what I want to talk about. Why well, I won't, don't want to talk about it. But um, I want this po- three years into this podcast, and I'm saying I want Probably this podcast. Four years. I want this podcast to be um, not political really anymore. Maybe when the election's coming back, we can start, or or if a big event happens like if a war like in Palestine is just going down right mm-hmm. now, like if it there's be, stuff in Palestine going on. There's a little war. Right? Yeah, there was no. like a big rocket attack on the first day of Ramadan and some other stuff. Came no. It's a big. But but I don't know. Um, this is just for me. Like if y'all bring it up in politics and I'll, I'll throw my two cents in or whatever. But I'm trying to be a better person. And when I'm sitting there on Facebook mostly calling people idiots just because they have a different opinion than me. It makes make, you feel gross. No, it makes you feel pretty great. No, no. Not, not gross, but like I don't know. At the same sense, or the next sense, I'll be like, tell them to be better when I'm like, I just call them an idiot. Yeah. Like, that doesn't open up dialogue. I want to be able to talk about stuff that opens up dialogue. Nobody's going to want to talk to me if I just sit there and call them an idiot. Yeah, for that's years. True. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I, just because they believe something different than me. Don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, even then, I'm not saying I'm a bad person. I'm never, I'm sure there have been times where I'm like, in my mind, like, I'm better than this person or whatever. But I don't know. I just, I want to be better. I don't want to talk about... I want to talk about politics in a better way is what I'm trying to say. Right. It's just, to me... I don't want this podcast to be somewhere where I don't even think about real world problems, really. I right. just want to yeah. be Escape. like an escapism kind of thing. You know, like, I don't know, dragging all that shit into here is like... I don't know. I got enough of that there. Online, uh, which I don't really use Facebook, but I'll get on Twitter. <laughs> and most of the time, I can... If it's something that I'm like... that kind of pushes a button on me... I usually just like can scroll past it because it's like it's not going to be worth engaging that. If it... there's been so much time, I'm getting way better because there's been so much times where like I'll comment on somebody's post on Facebook or I just do a post. What is it called when you do a post about somebody not actually tagging me or something? It's called a subtweeting, kind of like that subtweeting or mm-hmm. sub Facebooking. I'll just write this long ass like mini novel and I'll just sit there and just delete it. That made me feel. That made me feel better, even though I didn't put it. I just writing it all out. So that that that's like something people can do. I'll just write it out, but don't send it. But not want to open up a notepad. And oh write yeah, it. just write down. On, 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 I, I mean, like on a, a separate app or, or just a piece of paper. We can just throw it at a wall or something too. But yeah, fire. Because then the 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 guy outside taking Trash pictures man. of you can take it and then post it online. Yeah. Said you wrote it down. If you do that, yeah, don't. Brought it about the trash man. The trash man <laughs> could read your trash, and then there's a whole other thing going on with it. Something, a- uh, something I've done more in that vein. Like sometimes, if I have opinions, not even just something like dumb or angry, like just you know, if you say it out loud, sometimes it just makes you think differently about it. It's really weird, uh, but yeah, like sometimes when I say stuff out loud, I try and think like, would I laugh at the guy who says this? Yeah, this sort of thing about what I, I point at that guy and be like, ah, oh, that sounds so stupid. And a lot it's of times, if you I get do. yourself worked up, you'll say stupid stuff just out of like the heat of it. And after you've said it, it's like, ah, that's dumb. I'm just that. that that's a mm-hmm. perfect example of what, what I brought up and talked about because there's been in some like Facebook like arguments I've had where I'll, I'll say something in a not a really a derogatory way, but kind of bad, like throwing out an idiot or just like, mm-hmm. if you, but I'm like, see. By me talking that way, even though the point is still You've in shut there, down the conversation. Even, even though the point I was trying to get across is in there, they're completely not even reading it because I 
put those other words in right. So like, there's better ways to like get your point across without name calling somebody and downgrading somebody because they had different views. I'm like, yeah, your your views or their views might be right or they might be wrong, but you're never going to have that discussion if you're sitting there name calling each other and stuff like that. So that's what's happening in uh, in our Congress right now. One representative is like, instead of them having discussions and trying to do better, they're literally sitting there like getting in each other's face, like name calling, screaming at each other. I'm like, that doesn't solve anything. Like we're going to be like in four years or three years now, all over again because you're not having conversations. Yeah. Maybe we'll see them do an act of chivalry and actually go to war with each other without using an army. Just, you know, Democrats versus Republicans. Like, throw them out in the field and let's see what happens. Give them oh, a bunch tie, of, like, LARP swords. Tie their, and, uh, tie their arms together, like, in bad... Was it bad? The music video bad? Oh, yeah. I don't remember, I guess. That, uh, it's like a gang it. fight back in the day. They... There's, uh, not knife fight, but they tie one arm together with the other guy, so you couldn't get away. I want to say so it's, it's to the I want to say it's Arizona or New Mexico, or it could be like Might Maine. Be it could be Maine, but one state reinstated the death by firing squad for execution. South oh, yeah, Carolina. I saw that. I saw that. South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, that close to us. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't. Like supposedly they ran out of the lethal injection stuff. They're like, well, well how are we gonna kill them, Billy that's Bob? Why, it was well, let's just reason. shoot them. Like, oh, I, I that, thought like, it would be. Uh, I thought, what, what I thought they instated it as an option for the person to decide. Because there, there was like last year, early this year, somebody somewhere demanded to be executed. I don't whatever's the most sure thing. They're like, if they're gonna kill me, you're gonna look at my eyes and you're gonna do like a man or whatever. Like I feel like somebody would oblige him, honestly. Yeah. Sometimes, like somebody that's got some good aim. Decapitation. Would probably be the best way to go. I mean, is it? I feel like the quickest way. Nobody's ever, you know, lived to say whether or not. Oh, that one was better. But but there's <laughs> like chances are no, not chances. I'm, I'm I don't saying, think you could live yeah. through that. Getting shot think. in the head. You there's been think. lots of people got. Wait. Yeah, that is, that's, mean, a, that's what I said. I don't think, and I said, "Wait, no, no one has." There's no thinking. Nobody in the history of the world. I remember I'm teaching in history class that that was like supposedly the new, like humane way of executing people was by guillotine back I mean, in like 1700 or whenever. Unless it was dull, like it didn't go all the way through. <laughs> oh, oh dang! Oh, you like Vlad the Impaler? Tell you? No, we need to bring back the execution. Impaling would suck too. We need to bring back the executioners with you know the big like the hoods <laughs> and the big axes. Just chop your Resident Evil. Yeah, that was guy. also in Skyrim. Uh, it's like the very beginning, but you haven't played it yet. I played the very beginning. Of Skyrim. Yeah, so okay. you got oh, up, up until that's the right. Dragon. The dragon comes and you got to run away. That's yeah. like the very opening of the game. Yeah, that's where the thing. You haven't made your character yet. And, I, and I, play, I played that part at least five times. Yeah, <laughs> so that part. I'm like, nah, I'm over this. I don't know. There's it gets some, wet. There, there's just some games where I'm like, or all games, if within thirty minutes of playing it. I can tell you if I'm gonna stick with yeah. it. Yeah, like it might get better way way later on the game, but I just oh. Yeah, Skyrim is one of those games like it's really just open and go through whatever. Like there's a main storyline that can guide you, but like it's mostly just about wandering around and finding something off in the corner. The dungeon, yeah, kind of and game. it makes you go, "Whoa, there's all this over here the whole time." The dungeon you know? crawling yeah. parts is like, I think I think it's the it's watch out now or whatever. Dimensional. It's like you go in a room. There's a bunch of bad guys. You got to kill them all and the find treasure. the thing. Yeah, like very D and D style. Yeah, yeah. And you go inside of a cave. But um, I don't even know what he's talking about now. Yeah. Mm. But uh, you, Jared, have also 
and watching all of um, the memory. That's right. Executions is what we were talking about. Why well, you'd want to be executed. What the hell are we doing that? Because they execute the main... That's fair. <laughs> Politics leads yeah. to execution. That's, but that's you, you had mentioned that they had... Um, oh, the firing squad. The firing squad. Not... Any last words? Yes. Just three. <laughs> Which three? That's it. <laughs> that's only two words. No. Yes. Just three. Oh. What was that? Princess Bride? Why does Kid You Know? Why does Kid You Know? I didn't count the yes. Seems like a Princess Bride joke. (laughs) But, uh, uh, I I really think, I really think Guillotine would be pretty good, like, if they, uh, I'll take Burning Him at the Stake. No! (laughs) It sounds like the worst. (laughs) It's up there with, like, if you get some out of Every movie I've ever seen, they seem like they're in so much pain. It would suck to be firing squad and then live through it. What would be the okay? You think wor- I think the worst way for me to be drowning. I don't know. That's the one way I don't want to die drowning. I hear uh, if you're gonna drown, well, you wouldn't drown. Like apparently, uh, I listened to a, a David Blaine thing uh, interview, and he was talking about when he was like training to hold his breath and stuff. He went and worked with like Navy SEALs. And uh, part of the Navy SEAL training is they'll go underwater and stay under until they pass out. And somebody will pull them out. So if you hold your breath until you pass out, you actually won't breathe in water and drown. And they'll pull you out and then, I guess, do whatever to wake you back up. Uh, he said that's, like, if you're going to drown, just don't dr- like don't drown. Don't breathe in. Just yeah. hold your breath until you the black key, out. The, the, the cure <laughs> for not drowning. It's not drowning. Don't, don't drown. <laughs> So mo- he, said, he said most yeah. people freak out and oh, yeah, breathe yeah, in water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and that's what happens. Yeah. But apparently you can, like, there's a, a case where a little girl or a little boy fell under the ice and was under there for 48 minutes and lived because yeah. they just blacked out under the water. Wow. Hmm. I was like, dang, that's pretty crazy. No, in this week's episode of Fact or Fiction. Let's find out if that's true. Like, uh, like how much of their brain was still up. alive after 48 minutes of no oxygen? Oh. <laughs> well, that show, you're talking about the, uh, the something sh- to do with how cold the water was or something. Have you ever oh. seen that Fact or Fiction? Um, like, it's like a super cup of him just saying, nope. Nope. <laughs> which one? Uh, the guy from Star Trek? Yeah, he's like, not this time. Sorry about it. <laughs> nope. Nuh-uh. You've seen the show, haven't you? Fact or Fiction? It's been a while. Came on yeah. the, channel the original, the first season was James Brolin as the host. Mm. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see it now. <laughs> and then it was not also, there was another host after, was it Rainbow, Rainbow guy? May, I, like I, just, guy. I mean, that'd be another Star Trek guy. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> oh, he's forget about him being in that. He had, like, he had, yeah, he's blind. Yeah. Wait, James Brolin was in Star Trek? No. Oh, maybe. LeVar Burton? LeVar Burton. Yeah, he yeah. was in it, yeah. No, James Brolin was the original host of Fact or Fiction. Also, Josh Brolin's dad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, my favorite episodes of that, Fact or Fiction, is like, uh, what'd you guys say? Was that Fact or Fiction? We don't know. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, like the, 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 there was somewhere it'd be like, uh, could have been. Could have been. We just don't know. The neighbor were found. <laughs> And then my favorite was like, nope, we just made that today. Or whatever. What if, what if there today. was one where all of them are fiction? Fiction. 
like one episode of all fiction. Yeah, that'd be yeah, crazy. You said that. Oh, there's usually only like three stories per episode. Yeah, I mean one of them's true usually. I think that's like the model in the show. But all right, what was you asking? Oh, you said Jared. You've also been watching. Oh yeah, we, I started watching uh, Friday the Thirteenth movies. No. No, not no, on Elm Street. No, I said it again. I do this every single time. Just ask him. Every time we start talking about it, I call him Friday the 13th. Oh, uh, uh, but then we talked about it. Uh, Friday the Elm Street. I don't, th- I don't know if we talked about it on the last episode, but yeah, I'm getting him to watch all the franchises and stuff. Like we've already done a few of the Hellraiser movies. Uh, what, what did we do? Oh, I'm still waiting to watch this all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. How was that? Did we talk about that last time? No, the we first didn't. one, uh, the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre was legit. Uh, that movie, like, probably one of the best horror movies I've seen because it, it it gets you. Uh, like, like you know how much I love horror movies. Like, other than the thing, it's probably the thing in Halloween and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But I probably have Texas Chainsaw Massacre as my favorite horror Te- movie. Of all Texas time. Chainsaw. We've talked about Texas Chainsaw so many times on here. Um, at least once a year but the 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 uh, set design and everything in that movie alone and then the the filmography filmography cinematography mm-hmm. um, just those two things put together makes that movie great it's one of those movies yeah. in the vein of like the Blair Witch Project where first time watch for somebody you might think like should I be watching this? Like, like <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody was like filming this for their YouTube channel. Yeah. And like, you know, they go into the house and you see the hallway. Like, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, something bad's fixing to happen. But when Leatherface just straight walked up and whacked him with the hammer, I was like, oh, shit. Just that? Like, when he just that, that was my reaction. When he whacks him in the ha- hammer and the way he's like, body's just like, you're like, I've never seen that in a scary movie before. Like, that's how body really, ha- like, if you like, literally like, just like, Kill somebody. It's like, like blunt force trauma. Like they're gonna like the nerves in on their bodies are gonna make them shaking. Crap. It's almost like a PTSD moment for the audience right there when you see that. You're like, oh man, no, no. Like, I, it just hits you. You almost don't know what to do. Like it makes it you was freeze. One of those, like, oh, Texas was one of those movies where Gunnar Hansen, who played Leatherface, this might actually be the first movie that did this. What he would not be around any of the actors. Oh, that's the cool. first time like they saw him was in full like wow. Like this, this seems like all right, actually. <laughs> it's like, well, what do you do? Uh, he did that. Pennywise, the mm-hmm. guy who played Pennywise, did that for the kids. Um, man, that's crazy. I may have asked you this before, like maybe not on the show, but what what's your thoughts on uh, the guy in the wheelchair? Oh yeah, me Frank and Alex uh, kind of talked about that. Apparently, yeah. he's like one of the most hated people in like, <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> That's sound. That's uh, like, and I kept thinking when sure. he, me- he mentioned that, I thought, really? Like because, because your like, first time watching what? it is as, a, as an adult, where you can sympathize with this person, yeah. who's so Maybe helpless so. and like nobody warned him there. I guess as a I'm kid, like, you're just like, shut up. We, like, we, yeah, we all. Have, Everybody's want to have fun. You're such a party pooper. As as an adult, you're like you you you've had that feeling before of like being around like your you sister and loved ones and stuff, and still everybody's feeling left banging out. and like yeah, everybody's banging. Like, dude, that's you. what I want to do, and, and just, nobody wants to. And you're just sitting in the wheelchair in the middle of the house. Everybody's going swimming, and you're just stuck and in the wheelchair. And then, like, four hours later, they come back, like, what are you doing, Franklin? I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm being in a wheelchair. <laughs> the whole time. I can't go up the stairs. I can't go down, rolling down the hill. What do you want me to he do? He went rolling down the hill. Yeah, that's Franklin's demise. That's a move <laughs> on oh, yeah. Dead by Daylight. That's one of the... Rolling down a hill? No, it's called Franklin's demise. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
But no, but yeah, as a kid, I hated him because he was just so annoying. Ronnie. Oh, he was like, <laughs> Sally, you think he's going to come back and get us? <laughs> Sally, what? <laughs> he just over there the whole time. Like, now, one of my favorite scenes is when they pick up at the Hitchhiker. Oh, yeah. Oh, at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. that dude just pulls, out the, pulls the knife from <laughs> him and just cuts his hand, and you're like... Okay, like it, it, the whole thing actually strikes what you like that it's happening in front of you. Kind of unnerving is the scene, the the moments where nothing was happening. So there was like, like he pulled the knife. In my memory, there was like a few beats where nobody said anything, and he was just looking around. <laughs> it's like, what the crap's about to happen? Yeah, <laughs> and then he's like, take a picture, like, you get a photo, five dollars or whatever. <laughs> well, not fifty cents, five dollars, but like fortune for them back then and then they didn't like go to the hospital or anything after they got cut they just went straight yeah. to that house and said ah it'll heal you know bandaged it up now that movie versus jessica bill's movie but we, we'll get there part two. Oh, you're going on okay okay i, I gotta remember part two part two is the one i didn't like part two was all. see that see that that's why i like yeah. asking people's opinions like part two part one is the, one of the greatest horror movies ever made ever part two came out like 20 years later Really? Maybe like it was in early nineties. Part oh, wow. two was the one where they did a lot of like. But stuff it was the same director, uh, Toby Hooper, but it had Dennis yeah. Hopper was in it. That's a long wait for a first sequel. Because mm-hmm. after after Test Say It's All, he did see some like random stuff, and then he did Poltergeist and stuff. Especially and in a time where horror movies was like just being cranked out. Oh, for sure. Um, but no, part two was like the one that. I know I said before, and I, I went back on it, but like I used to say, House of Thousand Corpses was a remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or like a rip off of it, really. I mean, it's it's, it's a homage. Influence. It's a, a homage. Yeah, homage. But but now, uh, now now, so I went back on that, but now I'll say it's a rip off of Part Two of Texas Chainsaw Massacre because that's the same freaking movie. The family and all that stuff. It's, yeah. That's where the family really gets into the movie, mm-hmm. like the meat and the bones of the movie. Really, the gas station attendant in on it. Literally under the house is like a hellscape, just like House yeah. of Thousand Corpses. Was there a was there a, a a gas attendant that told them without telling them You're to go to, to the house? Is that uh, I don't remember. No, part two starts off with like more, probably the best opening in a horror movie is like the two douchebags are like driving down the road shooting a gun out the window, and the, they call the. Um, the woman we just saw in the for the Leprechaun movie, mm. they call she's like a radio host, like a talk a radio DJ, mm-hmm. and they call they call her and like they won't hang up, so they have to stay on the line. All of a sudden, this truck rolls up beside them, and this other face on the back of the truck, but like this I thought that was the third one. <laughs> Oh, the second one? Yeah, the second when one. they go across the bridge? Yeah, because remember when they crash in the bridge is okay, when Dennis Hopper's character comes and investigates the crash. Okay. But no, it's literally like a five-minute scene of them on the bridge, like driving on the bridge and the bridge is trying to come and stuff. But after they crash, you see the bridge. It's like the BB Comer bridge. That's how, that's kind of oh, it's like a short bridge? Old, like, <laughs> it's like a short bridge. bridge. Yeah. But it's like a good five-minute chase scene. You're like... <laughs> How long is this bridge? It's got some kind of like 80s pop song playing yeah, in the it's, background. It's, uh, Boingo Boingo is the name of the band. Boingo Bungo. I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah. They like that, maybe one song I've heard. They have that one. Uh, oh, Dead, that one. They have that, they have oh, that, that song one now. Dead Man's Party. Yeah. Probably heard Dead Man's Party. Does it go like, movie? Dead Man's Party? <laughs> you know, pretty similar. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, 
But yeah, it's the wild. It's the wild movie. You know, at the end of it, oh I guess I could let you talk. <laughs> like honestly, I don't. I didn't remember a whole lot about it that hasn't already been said. But you know, end of it, they all die except for her. She has a chainsaw. That's like, usually how it goes. <laughs> Wait, what? But of course, Leatherface returns. Wait, That's what? Because it don't really Leatherface. They all like explode in the part thing. two ends with him in the street no in part one he's in the street right yeah part two he yeah, dies he and then the, the final girl has a chainsaw and she's like on top of Dude, the mountain like, she remakes the yeah, final she, scene in part she's one she's doing that like Ugh! oh wow why oh, no, no. she's the new leather face <laughs> just but, kidding she's but see, not in any see, of the you other would movies think, you, you would think that like maybe she's gonna be the new person, but that doesn't make sense for like, her character because she wouldn't know that Leatherface no, did that in the first movie. She wouldn't. But let me let me let me, <laughs> let me get there. In every single Test Chance Master movie, there's been that scene where he's really, <laughs> yeah, <pretty much>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially part three called Leatherface. So, Not to be confused with Leatherface. Yeah, so this is Test Chance Master three. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> so I remember, I remember thinking like, you know, this movie, like, even though it didn't feel like a horror movie, like, I remember kind of liking it in a way. Yeah, I remember afterward, you said you kind of liked this one. That was, was it goofy? I don't remember. <laughs> I rewatched it with him. I don't remember. Like, but I'm sitting here trying to remember. I remember what no, even part three, in, like part the, any of them. No, since, like, after the part first four, one. part four, the that's next the generation. That's when had the mob and shit. Hang on. I remember that like being the like most random thing in the world. Like, what is this? Because like, it's Matthew McConaughey. Oh, this is Matthew McConaughey with the electric leg? Yeah. In part four. Or mechanical Ma- leg? Yeah, in part four. But at the end of the movie, out of nowhere, like, well, the last 10 minutes of the movie, like, he's on the ground and everything. And the mob, literally the mafia, bust in. Like, like, like mafia, like like they're in the like, suits. They're in the suits and everything. Like they don't say. They don't somebody. say like you know like we're the mob. But yeah. the way they're talking, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, talking they're clearly an organized yeah, gang. But, of some but kind. like yeah. they're literally like keeping this family here to do their killings for them, kind of thing. They're sending yeah. people to them. That's his family, and that's never and mentioned again for any of the other movies. And they're just cooperating <laughs> with this, not killing the 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 mob. People, yeah, but by the end of it, the mob is like, um, they fly away in, in a private jet plane. They're like, Yeah, we ain't doing dealing with this family, anymore. of course. Like, that's <laughs> smart because I think everybody died but Leatherface, and he's just sort of killing everybody. I do, but that's probably my favorite mask right. of Leatherface. Like, he, that's the one where he had the tuxedo and he had like the, the pretty, pretty lady, lady. like the, all the lipstick, which he had in the first movie, too. But it was more mm. profound in this movie. I feel like that's what the one that your mask is actually from. I think, I think it's from the original. Oh, was it? I think so. I was just going to say, Matthew McConaughey did a lot with what he was given. I thought of that movie. I was like, yeah, you can tell he's, he's this way, person's going to go on to be a way better actor. I was about to say, this is before his, he, even, he took he, off. Even, so. even Renee Zellweger 1.0, he's way, way acting way better she was in that movie. I forgot she was in that movie. Even though she was she like, what is before. girlfriend in the whole movie or something like that? I can't remember how she, she had some relationship. Well, she was the final him. girl. Like, like she was the hero, and like he was the like he baited her. Like I'm, I'm just a country boy going on vacation with y'all, and then it turns out like no, he's a bad guy. No, what, what, what's up with his leg? He's got like a fake leg or a brace on his leg or something. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like his leg's broke or something. And it helped him yeah. walk. And it could be remote controlled. Mm-hmm. Remember that being important. Um, after that, we had the remake. Okay, the that's the Jessica V one. Okay, dude, I remember when this movie came out. I watched it. I was like, "This is so good." And then I later watched the original. I was like, "Oh, that's the same movie. Like, it's the same movie." 
I mean, I've, I remember thinking that was okay. That was probably the best one since the first one, maybe. Yeah. The, um, uh, yeah. I still remember. Never made honestly, it to Leonard Skinner, did Honestly, you? I can, I, I look, <laughs> you never make a Leonard Skinner. <laughs> um, that should be like a model of life. You never make the Leonard Skinner. <laughs> but no, oh, they've been driving a long way for Leonard Skinner, too. You probably had a friend in your life that you don't really talk to anymore, and you look back at like something that might have, there's a moment in every friendship where, like, you can see it going downhill. I had this friend in high school, Travis Knobs. <laughs> and this was the moment? This was the moment. This one of y'all liked it, one of you hated it. No, no, no. Oh. This movie came out, and we had an argument on a bus about it being a true story. About it being a true story. He was like, this really happened in Texas. I'm like, you motherfucker. Because this of movie, the opening credits? Yeah. Yeah. I was like. Was I forgot about not, that. I mean, yes, it was a true story, but it didn't even happen in Texas, dude. Didn't even involve a chainsaw. It was all. It was like very, like vaguely inspired by Ed Dane. Um, uh, yeah, Ed Dane okay. inspired this movie, and I mean, he wore his mother's skin and shit like that. And he made people in the belts and stuff and purses. He ate people too. He ate people. Yeah, we started <laughs> yeah, that. He would turn their skin into leather. But but it was like in Minnesota. So if anything, it was the Minnesota belt skin massacre. That's what it was. It wasn't a Texas chance. But he swore, but now he's like, no, I've been to the house but in I'll, Texas. I'm but, like, you've been to the set. You've been to the set in Texas. But what, like, wasn't there. Silence and Lambs also based on him? Yeah, something Psycho was too. Like a yeah. lot of the birds. <laughs> birds, <laughs> yeah. Pecking their eyes out. You didn't know it, but <laughs> what was the guy? Ed Gain. Gain had a beat. The movie, the movie Ed Gain was based on him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a reptile <laughs> with feathers. Anaconda. Anaconda. He was. He was. He was Angelina Jolie's daddy in that movie. Whoa. John Voight. I keep forgetting his name. I thought it was. Was Ella Cool Jam? Was he in Deep Blue I think it was. It was Ice Cube. It was in that. Who was it? LL Cool J. LL Ice Cube. And was Owen Wilson in that movie? No. Anyway. I feel like there's a rapper, or there should be a rapper named LOL. LOL, I'm sure there is. It's LMFAO. Forget about that band. Alright, the remake, uh, it's... Last time I watched it was at Melinda's... Uh, I remember that. Halloween Were party. Were there? Uh, one of them. Maybe not that time. I think that she came the next year. Well, we watched this scary movie. I don't remember. It's been 10, 15, yeah. 10 years ago. Um... I was trying to think how long. When did we go to? When did you give me the cat, the kitten, my my cat that I have now? Uh, Antonio. Yeah. Uh, was it before? I was not married. I was still living at home. I'm saying, was it before? So obviously, it was before San Francisco. Then. No. We went to San Francisco before I met Danielle. I'm saying, but what was it pre or was it 2009? I'm trying to figure. It, out. it was around then. Because he's probably not gonna make it through the day or two. I'm like, I'm how do you know it's him? Because he's the. Gray tabby cat? No. I had him and then I had a, he, he, I guess it was one of his kids. It was, and then Batman, and then I had Princess Leia, but they didn't look anything like him. Uh, One was pure black and the other one was a female. So, yeah. Anyway, he he got. Jensen and Alex Demons. I I asked my dad, because I can't do it, but I asked my dad to put him down yesterday because he got bit by something. His whole face is like messed up. But then, Uh, but then my stepmom, Rotisi, was like, he's been through worse. I'm like, man, that's true. Like he came in one day where he's foot. You think something he got in a fight with something? Because I seen him yesterday morning. He was sitting in the box, all fine, and then yesterday afternoon he was just all messed up. It looked like he, he looked like he lost 
like half his weight in between Man, one and number two. So I, like, I had a neighbor, his cat, when it got so old, it, you know, they'd go out and like lay in the driveway or whatever and sunbathe. Mm-hmm. And it was so like tired, I guess. It wouldn't even fight with like birds and stuff, and birds would just fly down and like peg him and just laying on the. Yeah, basically. And like a couple of weeks later, they found him dead. Yeah. How, how I knew he wasn't okay after that without his face was that I, I took a piece of ham just to so eat something. He was like, and like anytime there's food around him, he's like, like a kitten again. So I'm like, yeah. So I didn't Maybe see, he'll I, go I, home tonight and he'll be out in the street that's what, that's, swinging the chainsaw around. <laughs> That's what you know. What's it sound like? Somebody revving up a chainsaw. Whoa! Hit the brakes. It's a full cha- It's a full size chainsaw too. He's like he's like this big and, chainsaw. And I would like to take this time to announce our production company where we would make classic horror movies the with cat. all cat casts. I feel like that's something. I feel like we're not that good. Come on, all feline horror franchise. Dude, have you seen cats? Yeah. No. We'll Me neither. It. We'll, we'll remake <laughs> it. It's another episode. And make it even But worse. this is going to be like Cat versus Dogs, the movie. You know, that, that style. It'd just be like Freddy Cat versus Jason. Yeah. Cat. It needs to be a YouTube channel. Get on. Let's get on this. <laughs> patent it now. People like cat videos. Will Patton. Not Will Patton. <laughs> yes. Will Patton. That's going to be our, our name. No, no. Will Patton. That's a person. <laughs> Will Patton. He's the other coach in uh, Remember the Titans. I was talking about that movie about that movie Friday with my mom. Of course you were. <laughs> but no, Will Patton is going to be the the voice of the cats, all of them, and Patton Oswalt is the dogs. So it's going to be mm-hmm. Patton's everywhere. Some this movie. Pattinsons. And our first movie is going to be called not Platoon. It's going to be Platoon. Patton. Platoon. Patoon. Patoon. What? I don't know. Platoon. Platoon. Or Saltoon. Formerly known as Salton. What? I'm dying here, man. <laughs> okay. We got off way off track. <laughs> Coming to the theater near you. Yes. Salton. The beginning. Tastes Chase on Massacre at the beginning. That's the one that had the Drill Sergeant guy. Yeah, well, he was in the, the remake and this one. Oh, that's right. Drill Sergeant guy, like the yeah. Super Shocker guy? The guy from Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, he did the Super Shocker commercial. What is your major malfunction? I guess I forgot. Bigger about. is better! He'll, he'll, he, he's Platoon. He's me and Paul. He's in the of Paul course, team. no, he's the only guy that's going to come back for... for. Oh, no, he'd be... He's the, the only Metal human. Jacket. He's the only human character in our He's in all of them. Movies. He's in all of them. As different characters. He's but no, him. he's always the guy from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> I feel like the first two thirds of that movie is just him being a general like douche to everybody and yelling at him. I was just a general nuisance. <laughs> and a general <laughs> nuisance until suddenly Leatherface shows up and chases him for. No, the that's his name in Paul Toon, General Nuisance. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like because this, this was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, so it was a prequel to the remake. Um, and um, you don't really see this one. One I don't rem- didn't remember that much because. Leatherface didn't really even show up in that movie as Leatherface like with a chainsaw yeah. until like literally the last probably 10 minutes but then when he shows up he shows up he's probably the most brutal in all the movies I've ever seen him like there's no final person in this movie he kills them all all the other movies there's always a final girl or somebody gets a way to tell the tale yeah that's the tragedy you know, well it's this one obviously they don't because you know 
nobody knows about him until the next movie when she gets away with the that Jessica Bill's character gets away, doesn't she? In the movie? Seems like it. Yeah, because the beginning of the movie honestly. is the police going into the house and like that there's a video footage from the first part of the movie, the beginning of the movie is when they go into the basement. And go, it's Michael Bay's movie? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that? That Michael Bay produced the remake and know that. the prequel movie? His production company, Platinum Dooms, he did. Was there an explosion in the movie? I don't remember. No, I think so. Explosion of brains. Ah. Uh, no, he did that, and he produced um, Friday the 13th remake, and I want to say he did the Nightmare on Street remake, too. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, the beginning, yeah, it was all right. Well, okay, next we had uh, well, oh, 3D. That's my least favorite one. What even happened in that movie? That's the one where he his it's, it was a direct sequel to Part One. It was like thirty years later. And okay, like that's where the, like the hillbillies burnt down the house, or was that the last one where that happened? I don't remember. This was the one that had Alexandria Daro Daro in. Oh really? Okay, yeah, that's the one. She what was the daughter was of uh, somebody. 17, oh, oh, like a, it was like somebody was taking care of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And but she was a, she's the sister of Leatherface. Okay, yeah, I re- I remember this now. She's supposed to be like forty three years old, but looks like Alexandria Daro. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, though, Alexandria Daro is like that age now. In real life, she still looks the same. So, huh? <laughs> to be fair, she. What was she no Liza Bishku? I want to look it up she's now. A, she's I remember doing, thinking she was hot. Maybe she's doing like a... Oh, she's in 24, that show, forever. They need to redo the new guy. She's in The Girl Next Door. Like a, oh, I'm thinking somebody else. Uh, it says here that... Uh, uh, yeah, her. Um, the Daria was founded in 1974, and they sold the car strings. Yeah, Ron Turn, and she was in... She's Faith and Buffy. That's right. No, Alexandra is 35. 35. Yeah. She was the chick in... Well, I mean, 35. She would have been, because it was 30 years after... Woman. ...in that movie, so she would have been like 32 in that movie, but she was playing like a 17-year-old college student or whatever. Yeah. But that's what people she, have but problem. She was the woman that Woody Harrelson was cheating with in yeah. True Detective? Yeah. Have you seen that? What You've seen that? True Detective or you're leaving? I've seen that scene. That's the only part I've seen. Dude, as much as I love TV, I love my TV. First season of True Detective is probably the best. Third season's really good too. Oh, now I like them all. Same season, I like that part of I never finished it. I feel like it's one of those seasons where I feel like the Vince Vaughn is. You got to look at it as one of those shows too. Like, okay, why did season five of Dexter? Why was it bad to you? Because how good season four was. So why I didn't think season five was bad, but. This was saying, but I remember thinking that until I go playing back and watch it. I'm like, it's not a Jordan Chase, tick, tick, tick. Yeah, it's, man. It's, and the Barrel Girls, I mean, it's a pretty legit season. But you're, we were comparing Ultra it. Face did pretty good. Yeah, Lumen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we were comparing it to season four. I'm like, that high. How man. are you going to talk I want to feel that high again, man. That seemed like like as high as it went. So it's good. There as, was nothing happened. And it was like, oh, everything fell back to zero. As soon as it started back. So as good as that season was, and as good as like All Breaking Bad was, dare I say, season one True Detective, for me personally, eclipses those shows like as the perfect season of acting, everything about it, the mystery, just I don't know. And each season is like a, uh, it's kind, of, it's like an anthology, like the 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 whole season is a co- cohesive story, but each season. 
doesn't really have anything to do with the last yeah. season. Gotcha. I'll say that. Season three. I think they talked about something in, from season one and season three, maybe. Like, mentioned it. I want to say season three. Like, I want to say one of the detectives showed up that was in season one. Not like Woody Harrelson <laughs> or, or Matthew McConaughey. But anyway, it's, you need to watch season one. It's only like ten episodes, if you can that. It's just, you can't get much better than that in yeah. television. But, um, what were you talking about? Oh, I was in that, that scene with her. Oh, yeah. But no, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't like the movie, not because of the timeline and all that stuff. I didn't like it because literally she was afraid of him and trying to like save her friend's lives and everything. But as soon as she finds out it's her brother, she's like, oh, okay, I'm going to help you kill all these people now. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't make any fucking sense at all. <laughs> like, I remember even kind of calling I that out. I was like, "Wait a second, is she just gonna decide that like she's gonna get like revenge for her family now and like join?" Because she didn't know any of that. And that's pretty much anything. What I'm like, maybe if they sit her down and let her watch all the movies to see the history, like the whole like Saul is Law thing. Like, she doesn't know that. Like, now, didn't she? Didn't they also try to kill her though? Who like the that? cops and everybody? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but her friends didn't. And yeah. she said that like, oh, I don't know. I didn't like the movie at all. And um, Leatherface, the last one, the remake. Oh, her, it's more of a prequel. Yeah, yeah, prequel. Well, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of like up to because it's, it's it's the it's, real it's, origin. It's, it's a real prequel when he's like a little yeah. bitty kid and stuff. And then, <laughs> so when I, I first watched, there's it, a pod like three episodes ago. We talked about this movie, and you were saying that you. Well, I mean, we've had several conversations where you was like, I don't like it, but I need to rewatch it because I was going in the movie assuming the big guy is Leatherface. That's, that's, I talked to him about this yeah, after. Yeah, okay. Because I was like, I, I told him, like, after me and you watched it, I think we watched it at the same time, not at the same place or something. I think we watched it here. That sounds yeah. right. But I was like, after, I was like, I didn't like it because of the twist at the end. I was like, Leatherface... That's Leatherface. That kid is right. Leatherface. He's over here butchering people. Literally. You said if I go back and watch it again, I might pick up on so, uh, clues that so this why. guy actually is Leatherface. So we watched it with him. Still didn't get those clues. Oh. But it still, it was better. It was it yeah. was a better. It still wasn't a good movie. It's still like bottom tier. Taste of seeing some here, but it's not. Not it's as bad bottom. as 3D. It's not bad as 3D, and it's not as bad as like I think of like eight movies. I think it was like six or maybe yeah. five. But it I remember movie. enjoying it. Wasn't bad, it wasn't a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, it was gory. Who really, was the it cop? Was, it was gory. And I thought, oh, uh, Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke, uh, Stephen Dorff. From True Detective Part 3, which is why you should go. <laughs> I'll watch him one day. You got Stephen Dorff, which is Blade's bad guy from Blade 1, and it's the new all, Blade, which is. If you knew about True Detective Season 1, man, it's all a spiral. <laughs> all a spiral. What is his name? The new blade, uh, Mushrali Ali. Yeah, so you got the new blade versus the old bad guy from Blade. Being, <laughs> Didn't even think being, about that. Being, All because being, he wasn't Blade at that time. No, 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 no. Uh, as his partner. Dude, that that one that one's season three is good because it spans like forty forty years, years of like this one crime story that they're trying to. Oh, man, I can't even remember when we watched that season three. Yeah, it's good. And season three, it's about uh, missing children. Mm-hmm. That, which is it's, it's based off of um, the true what true story was it based on the one about missing children yeah because yeah. there's only a handful of those yeah so we we did all those movies haven't finished Nightmare on Elm Street yeah so we'll talk about since we've we spent a lot of how far are y'all we only have three more 
Freddy's Dead. So we just watched. You watched Dreamwalkers, Dream Warriors, Dream, and we watched yeah. Dreamwalkers. Dream Master. <laughs> what was the one after Dream Master? Dream Child. Dream Child. Dream, Child. Yes. Dream Warriors. That's the last one I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. So y'all have watched one. You've watched two, two, three, three, four, four, five, five. I think that's the last one. So have y'all went? Y'all seen Roseanne yet? No, that's, <laughs> that's phrased. This is a weird one, man, it's that y'all are coming it. up on. I'll just go ahead and say the next one is the worst one. It's really? weird, though. <laughs> it's going to be my favorite. It might be. Watch it, it high. <laughs> well, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to watch them sober. Like, yeah, but di- the, the, of all the movies. It a little harder that, to recall. The, 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 all yeah. the movies, this one is the most bizarre, in my opinion. But, uh, but yeah. So we'll talk about those next time we record. That way you'll have them finished by then. But uh, we'll probably do Roseanne Barr and and, and Tom, Arnold. Tom Arnold are like some of the main characters in the movie. Oh. What movies did we see? Oh, the next movies we're going to watch: Getting Ready for the Conjuring, because you hadn't watched them all. I've seen Conjuring one and two. That's the only two. Well, that's all. Uh, no, I haven't seen the Annabelles. No, there's. I've looked that up. I think there was two or three of those. Three of those. I think I. Jeez. I don't know if those tie into the new one. But the next classic series, I'll I've been picking for you, so I'll let you pick the next series. Like, like you can finish, we can finish the Hellraiser movies. Have you seen these? I've seen Insidious one and two. Yeah, yeah, those movies. are good. Um, you can pick. Uh, there might be more than those. What else? No. There's four of those. Um, there's hard, there is four in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeepers Creepers. I want to say we watched an Insidious in theaters not too long ago. Uh, four. I think it was like four years. Maybe ago. I didn't go see it. Um, what else other movie series are there? There's the Amityville oh, series. Oh, we were just talking about Child's Play. I don't know. There's Amityville? Yeah, there's the Amityville series. I haven't watched all I've the I've seen movies. Amityville Horror, like the 70s. Yeah. yeah but there's like five of them. Three, those. four, five, or oh, six really? or seven. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. I haven't seen them all. I haven't either. I've only seen the first two. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would like to be series. on that because, because I hadn't watched them either. I've yeah. seen the first one like a million times. Yeah, like, there's like the Omen movies. There's four of those. Never watched Children the of the Corn. The I've seen Children of the Corn. Uh, I'm I think there's the only first one. Though, there's more than one. How many of those are there? Like 11. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Where do they even go? I guess they're still there after the first Where do they one. even go? There's only so many corn films. <laughs> there's the Wishmasters. Oh, yeah, man. Never the Wishmasters. I thought of the Page Master when you said that. No, Wishmaster. How does that turn into a horror movie? Wishmaster is like an evil genie. Well, then again, I can see how Page Master would turn into a horror movie. That's what he looks uh, like. The Page Master horror movie, oh, where nice. he just goes to like Stephen King books. He's a genie. He's a genie. What evil genie? Jin. Okay. Apparently, they got like ram's horns or bear <laughs> horns, whatever. Uh, he has oh, a he has series? like a leprechaun esque uh, character in a way. Like he's very punny. Oh yeah, there's one. There's one. one I always remembers like, um, I wish I go fuck myself or something. <laughs> Literally, his body like. <laughs> <laughs> You're just thinking, oh come on, man, no, don't do this to me. But no, there's the also the Phantasm movies. I've only seen one of those. I ain't never seen those. I never. I've looked at them because they. You can pick those up at Walmart for like four ninety nine. All of them in one box. It's, set. it's one of those movies that's. So beloved by horror fans, but Joe Bob showed it like a couple seasons ago, and I watched it finally. And I was like, after after I like, I don't get it. Like, I don't yeah. understand why people like this movie. Like, didn't make any sense. We've to talked me. about Puppet Master and before, it, it, and it, it always it, leads it, to it, Lilla Strike, and it, the conversation's over. 
Puppet Masters, yes, that's my next pick. Those movies are freaking crazy. Could they have a not seen one. And then, yeah, Ooh, it's so good though. It's so good. <laughs> like, I kind of like, I hope they're just little, making rock puns the whole it's movie. It's little Nazi puppies, puppets, puppies. Nazi puppies. Nazi puppies. That's Patented. Nazi puppies. But no, little Nazi puppets that's killing Jews at this, like, convention. <laughs> and the hero it's not to funny. Make that it's not funny. The man. hero of the story right. is you know in Reno Nine One One, the guy with the little shorts. Okay, he's the hero. He has TikTok. He <laughs> dresses right. up as he's Tiger the, King. He's the final boy, the final man. No, it's, oh Lord, they're not good movies at all. But they're fine. I have them yeah. all. <laughs> Even that one? Yep. No. Um. What else? The Pumpkinhead movies. I've never seen those. Oh, they're all right. I don't think I've seen those. The first one's really good, but yeah. I've never um, seen any of the sequels to uh, Poltergeist. Oh, that's another one. I don't know if those are any good or not. Yeah, I've never uh, done those. Poltergeist, the first one, even though Spielberg's name's all over it, is directed by Toby Hooper, who's oh. the director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's right. Yeah. Seems like I remember looking. Um, all his movies. You've seen all the Evil Dead movies. I haven't seen Army of Darkness. He hasn't either. Okay. Uh, I have it. <laughs> Uh, this boy meets world. <laughs> oh man, that was horrible. Oh. Uh, what other big one? I just thought it was one, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. There's the leprechauns. We talked about. There's the descent. It's only two of those. There's only two of those. I hadn't seen the second descent. Like a, like a series. I need to finish watching the first descent. And we need. We need oh, the ring. Um, no, the was ring, it the ring? Yeah, I was gonna say that the ring, but there's a lot of those too. Oh, There's Paranormal like, Activity was one we were talking oh, yeah, about yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Activities. Um, uh, but no, The Ring, like... How many of those are there? Probably like 13. In English? No, there's only two in English. No. No. Oh, no, no, there's Rings. So it's three. That was the one that... The, the dude from... Um, nope. Um, Big Bang Theory? Yeah, that's one. Yeah. Um, the Grudges... The grudges you can't watch because you've got to be sober for those. No, I was uh, like, what? You got to, you got to understand. Jared has like a oh, problem. No, no, you have to pay attention because there's a lot of time jump, Tommy Wyman shit going on. In those I remember not liking those. The the American ones not so. Much. I really like the Japanese ones, and like the show, the John, like the Netflix show, was really good. But like it's again, it's time you want like there's four different like timelines going at the same time, and there are different time periods, but you don't know that until at the very last second you're like. Ugh. But you got like an evil cat or a little kid that meows at you. Hmm. But no, when I, I saw him when I went to North Carolina last, I got drunk in a bar downstairs, came up and I watched Ring versus the Grudge. It was a Japanese. Ring versus the Grudge. So, and like, it, spoilers, it ends with them morphing. It's morphing time. So it's they literally, the it's literally, from Dragon Ball. it's literally Samara from the Ring, but she's like, Doing the grudge shit. You're like, oh, oh shit. Ring versus. It was Ring versus the grudge. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, it, yeah. it ended with. Wasn't like, there like two of those? No. Well, there might be another one now. But anyway, it ends with like them morphing into one super supernatural being. You've never seen The Ring? I've seen The Ring. Oh. What about The Grudge? I've seen The Grudge. Who's the woman in The Ring, sir? Oh, Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. That's good. Like, if we're talking about just remakes in general, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is probably up there. As 
like a contender for the best remake. Well, no, this is this is the best remake of all time. Oh, the, the thing? thing, John Carpenter's the thing. Like nothing else touches this in terms of remakes. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre didn't get. So you think the one that came out a few years ago was the best remake? Or is a better remake? Is it is That's a good? Not John dream? Carpenter's the movie. <laughs> Man, that'd be a movie. John Carpenter's the remake. <laughs> no, John Carpenter's the thing. Right, so there's this a, is the one from the eighties. So something. there was one before that. Yeah, there was like one that's in right. the twenties or thirties or something. Oh, the last one was like a sequel. It was pretty. Or, or pre, yeah, it this, was good. This, mo- this movie was good. This movie starts off with the husky dog. Yeah, running into the um, the compound or whatever. That one ends with the dog escaping. But it's the same movie though. It's a prequel, but it's the same exact movie almost. Mm. Why don't they find like a? A ship or whatever. And then there's the X-Files. Have you seen this? Episode. The thing? Nope. Like, in the it. first season oh. of X-Files, there's a whole episode that's basically the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, they can literally go to Antarctica and mm-hmm. do stuff. Yeah. So, dude, man, that's a... Okay, like, just in general, just John Carpenter movies. In general, X-Files. I, I know you've seen... Oh, Halloween's. I didn't say, yeah, I didn't seen, say that. I've seen Halloween. But, Same I mean, that, that's, that's another series. That we'll you've seen them all? I haven't seen them all. No, I've only um, seen the first. Well, I'm talking about just John Carpenter. Yeah, John Carpenter Halloween. Have you seen the Fog? Yes. Well, see, I think it was a newer, the newer Fog. We had like Captain Kevin Bacon or something. Oh, it wasn't him, was it? Tom Welling from Smallville. Maybe that was who it was. Uh, it's where the military shows up at the end, right? That's the mist. Just the mist. I've got. I've never seen the Fog. Never mind. Oh, okay. There's more than one of those. Or are you just talking about horror movies in general? No, John, just John Carpenter. Movies. <gasps> oh. So you had uh, the, uh, uh, Halloween. You've seen. The Fog, you haven't seen. They Live? Was that him? Yeah. Uh, they Live? I don't think so. Rowdy Roddy yeah, Popper? Yeah, Roddy Popper. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Is, that's Never story. seen it. No, that means that's... That, I mean, yeah, I haven't seen... The Thing? One. You haven't seen The Thing? Uh, Assault on Precinct 13? Nope. Never heard of it. Um, uh, 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 Escape from L.A. and Escape from New York? I've seen Escape from New York. I ain't never seen that. Um, uh, Big Trouble in Little China? That's John Carpenter. That's John Carpenter. Really? <laughs> I've seen it, but uh, that didn't feel like a John Carpenter movie. No, I don't, think, I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him. Uh, uh, um, the Pr- Prince of Darkness? No, I don't think so. That's the one I've never seen. Hey, I mean, heard of um, I mean, I've heard of the Prince of Darkness, but not in those terms. Flicka? <laughs> Let's see, Christine. Oh, did watch Vex. that. Wait, isn't that it's Stephen King? But John Carpenter, he didn't do it. That's a how he didn't do it. He directed it. Yeah. Oh, that that's a cool team up. Oh, he was an actor in it. Oh, maybe it was directed. He so directed it. Yeah. He was right. Who was yep. the actor? Who was he in the movie? Probably just came out. I was just crazy. Who's Who directed uh, Carrie? I want to say Toby Hooper. This has on IMDb. It has John Carpenter as his most well-known thing. Barbie Halloween. Nope, it's the Vault. That's weird. Memoirs of an Invisible Man. He also composes all of his music too. Yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, so, yeah. so he was in. He did Starman, but I've never seen that. I'm a Star Kid. Starman. He did the TV movie Elvis in 1979. Oh, the, the, oh like a, a movie. 
I'm guessing. So Haley what's his name in it? That's in all of his all of his movies during that time. Um, 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 Snake Cow. Snake Plissken. Uh, oh. I didn't know you did Starman. You just said that, but I don't remember doing that. Let me see that movie. I don't know what that is. Yeah, we've already said all the movies I've seen. I don't know. He's but, um, How many Stephen yeah, King movies have you watched? Mouth of Madness. Ah, several. A lot of times I don't even know their Stephen King stories until somebody's like, oh, did you know that was Stephen King? The last movie movie he directed was The Ward in 2010. I didn't like that movie at all. There's a lot of Stephen King movies. I don't know if I'll be able to find his movies on IMDb. Who? Stephen King. Oh. Uh, He would probably be credited as... I don't know. That'd be... I'm just going to Google Stephen King movies. But it did take me a while to go. Yeah, I mean, there's at least 50, I bet. He's wrote 79 books. Really? Seems I thought it was like going to be so more than more. that, honestly. It's only like, Seems like 128. You think 79 books, though. Like, short stories. Like, like 79, oh, yeah, you do, half of those have multiple stories in them. Right. Every Stephen King movie ranked from worst to best. The best will be... If it's not The Shining, I'm going to be shocked. No, Shawshank. Probably... Oh, is it Shawshank? I forget that's... Or Stephen Green King. Mile. I've like, never seen I Green like Mile. Green that's one I need to watch. Like As a movie or a book? Both. Oh. You keep scrolling until I find one. Yeah, the, it started uh, at like Rita Hayworth. The worst? I think Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption is the name of the book. Maximum Overdrive might be ranked as num- the worst. Because that's the one he directed. I, I know I went past it already. Hang on. Let me see. Maximum oh, it's Overdrive? Is this that far? In like, it started at, okay, so it started at uh, number 42, and that was Maximum Overdrive. That's the worst? They <laughs> oh. <laughs> make sure I didn't scroll past one. I mean, yep, yep. Yeah, it's okay. But that's the one, the one and done. Like, maybe I shouldn't direct anymore. Then we got 40 is Graveyard Shift. Mm-hmm. The 39, Riding the Bullet. 38, <laughs> Sleepwalkers. <laughs> hey, hey, we need to watch hey, that, though. 37, <laughs> Silver Bullet. I've never seen any of these. Silver Bullet. What would you think low? Sleepwalkers are about? Sleepwalking. Hmm. Why not? Okay. Yeah. I have no idea. That's No, this list is stupid if you have Silver Bullet that low. It says vulture.com. Yeah, you I don't know who Silver Bullet is literally Corey Haim in a wheelchair fighting a werewolf. I mean, come on, man. Dang. So it's 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 Goonies with werewolf. Fra- uh, Franklin's Revenge. Yes, Franklin's Revenge. And Gary Boosie is apparently the yeah, father. He's, he's, no, he's the uncle. Oh, he's a cool uncle. Oh, it just Gary Boosie's the father? Come on, man. Number 36. Hey, I've seen Rookie of the Year. He's the pitcher that ends up getting with the mom later. I guess I never realized that back then. Would you imagine Gary Busey being your stepdad? I cannot. I can imagine being the step uncle. (laughs) So we go on to number 36 is Cell. That should be John Cusack and Jamie L. L. Jones. 35, Dolan's Cadillac. Oh, I know. 34, Cat's Eye. That's pretty. Thirty-three. Is that kind of things? It's like it's anthology movie. You follow a cat uh, around. Um, um, oh, you follow a cat around. Goosebumps story. Kind of like he's going on like different. He's going in in and out of the different stories that's happening around this town. Like my favorite one is um, Quitters Inc. It's James Woods. He's in it and um, he's trying to um, stop smoking. So one of his friends like, like, "Hey, go to this place it's called Quitters Inc. Guarantee you." You will not smoke a cigarette again. So he goes, he signs the paper, and they're like, all right, so um, your first warning, 
if we catch you smoking a cigarette, is we're going to cut your finger off. Your second warning is we're going to murder your wife, kind of thing. Like it's, and he's like, this is bullshit. So he, he's like, I ain't doing this. And he goes home. But he's still in the back of his mind anyway. He smokes a cigarette, cuts his it might be cuts his he own he cuts his own finger no off? they like they had they they quitters he, he was like you might not think that we're watching you but we're always watching you so he's like late at night he ceases to his office he's like there's no way they don't know was that whatever next day he goes in he gets a call he gets a call from his wife or whatever and like yeah they uh, cut her finger off or something cut her finger off I can't, I can't remember the exact oh. who yeah so it's like, it's intense and, and stuff. But yeah, that's probably the best part of that story. Hmm. Anyway. You want me to keep going? Cat's eye. Yeah. Number 32 is Creep Show 2. Mm. Fair. 31, The Night Flyer. That's a good one. I guess we they got to put them somewhere. Oh, what do you think number one is? Oh, yeah, we done right The Shining. Night Flyer. I'm not going to tell you anything uh, about it. I'm just the Shining has enough controversy about watch from fans. Watch it can rank lower. That's probably one of my favorite vampire stories. Number thirty is Firestarter. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Twenty nine. Don't is feel like Dream Catcher. Dreamcatcher. Twenty eight is Dreamcatcher. Is twenty nine? Yep. Dark Towers even on the list. It's twenty eight. <laughs> that movie should be last. Maximum Overdrive is better. Yeah, than I that. forgot about that. Uh, twenty seven is Pet Cemetery. What? Which one? No, first one, first one. The 89 oh, Pet Cemetery. Sure. 26, The Dark Half. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying I just can't remember. But. 25, Thinner. Thinner! I think I, I feel like I get that. I don't know. Thinner should not be that high. I'm sorry. <laughs> that movie's terrible, too. Uh, 24, A Good Marriage. That's a good movie. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Gerald's Game. Mm. Uh, 23 is No Smoking. Oh, I have read. I've read A Good Marriage. I haven't. No, no good a, good, a good marriage is the one where I think yeah that's the one where I was listening to the story and I came in and they and, made a movie out of it already yeah but that's when I was like yeah yeah it's about a, a woman found out her husband's serial killer I'm like what I ain't got that for you how, how are you already there if you just started listening to it because like, I started where you <laughs> left off yeah. 22 is Cujo how they made a movie out of it already like this year There's, no 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 it was oh it was an old book yeah, it was. Oh, a, I didn't know. But that. anyway, it was um, it was an Netflix movie. Mm. Twenty one is Hearts in Atlantis. I've never read or listened, but I do know it's a Dark Tower story though. Twenty is Carrie. Twenty. Jeez, is this movies or books? I think these are movies. Yeah, movies. Uh, Nineteen is It Chapter Two. Eighteen Secret Window. Oh, I forget about that. That's a short story. But it's about Carrie. What are we talking about? Seven is Carrie or like a remake of Carrie? Uh, oh, let me go check. I didn't know it's 2013, so remake. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm feeling a bit better now. Yeah, and it chapter two, of course, is the new one because mm. there was an original. Uh, 18 the ain't been on the 17 list, is yeah. the new Pet Cemetery. Mm. That's a bubble. Uh, 16 okay. is Children of the Corn. Oh, I've seen that one. It's pretty good. 15 is Christine. Mm-hmm. 14 is The Green Mile. Way down Fourteen. Here. I've heard a lot of good stuff about that movie, so I'm, I feel like that one. You wouldn't. Uh, you would just like it. Shawshank Redemption. You'd never guess Stephen King wrote it. Yeah. Uh, Thirteen apt pupil. Dude, I just read, read the book of that. Ian McKellen's in it. Good. Uh, Twelve is the mist. So that's also okay. Stephen King. Yeah. Well, oh. no, the fog wasn't Stephen King. No, that's wrong. 
Yeah, that was a really good movie. I like that one. Uh, Eleven is Dolores Claiborne. Claiborne. Maybe that's how you say Misery movie. Never heard of that one. one. Uh, Kathy Bates is apparently also in this movie. Ten. You've never seen Misery? Yeah, I've seen Misery. He's talking about Dolores Claiborne. Oh, I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ten is The Running Man. Okay. Never seen that. Like, with Schwarzenegger? I didn't know that was his. I'm going to read that. Number nine is 1408. 1408, is that high? Okay. Yeah. Hey, I like 1408. I did it, but I don't know if it's above. Green Mile. Sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Eight, <laughs> number eight is the new It. Okay. That's pretty good. Seven is Stand By Me. That's Stephen King. Yeah. I mean, I can see that now. That's the one I'm listening to. I'm listening to that right now. Not right now, but because we're doing this. But How's that? Literally the same. Okay. So six is Creep Show. Thank you. Still haven't watched that. How one. is his character? Same. In Creature? No, and Stand oh, By Me. It's you ain't met him yet. You kind of, but like you're in the narrators. Like, I'm sorry, you, listener. You, I was pointing to Kiefer Sutherland. That guy didn't just look around. He's, like, he, he, he's, he's our producer. He's yeah, just, he's, he's over there just like reading. Stop it, Kiefer. For, for whatever reason, he's reading 24 scripts. Like the show ended like 10 years ago, dude. I mean, we know it comes back once every 10 years for whatever reason. I mean, a new 24 hour, but no, 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 no. But um, he, it's completely in the head of the narrator. So whenever he's around this character. Is when he talks about him. The narrator's character was uh, Will Wheaton's character, right? Yeah, yeah grown yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was like Charlie or something like that. All right, after Stand By Me. Five is Misery. Oh, okay. A six was Creepshow after yeah. that. And Misery. Number four is The Shawshank Redemption. Four? Yep. Okay, the there are three that are high. We still got the It. T- oh, we're just talking movies, so not even television series, so It. Number, uh, number three, the dead zone. Oh, so that was a television thing. Uh, the first it was. Yeah, because it's not on here. I've already scrolled three? down. Yeah, the good. Dead zone is number three. Come on. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you announce it, so the shining, we haven't got to yet. And OG Carrie. So which one's number one? Number two. No, there's so, no, no. Hold on. There's more that's been mentioned or that hadn't been mentioned though. Salem's Lot was a TV sh- series. It hasn't been an actual movie. No, wait. Both of them? Mm-hmm. Well, were both. miniseries? Mm-hmm. Rose Red was a miniseries. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's the one about the woman having sex with her dead husband? Or the husband having sex with his dead wife? Bag of Bones? It's not a movie. It's a series. Was it really? I don't know that. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was. Wait, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. James Bond, whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. I think that's who it was. I mean, it seems, a, uh, it seems right in my yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be a So is that what y'all are going with? No, when, no. <laughs> yeah, it's back and forth. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Rose Red could. I'm no, just try, I'm just trying to figure out. It's, which, Shining is one, into, one of them. Yeah, and Carrie would be the other one. OG Carrie. That I guess correct. so. Yeah. So, Carrie is number two and okay. Shining is number one. Which is funny yes. because Stephen King hates that version of Shining. He hates it with passion. Like he he had he had Stanley. He could have broke contract. He had Stanley Kubrick murdered. Could he not? This movie. If he was that upset about what light was going, couldn't he have backed out of letting the rots go? 
I want you to sign it. I want you to send it to do it. I don't think you can. That's I mean, crazy. Stanley Kubrick at that time. Yeah. Point, at that time point, Stanley Kubrick had a little bit more say in this. Deal I feel like that. he probably, at the time, it was probably the most he'd ever been paid for a film rights. I'd imagine. Unless he got it. screwed over. Okay. Don't you think about that? Because this was early seventies, right? Like he probably only had four novels out at this time. So the, the making of this movie probably got to him to where he is today. Yeah, and he hates it so much. Really helped. Do you know like the story behind the whole production of that movie and stuff? I've heard it spots like about how he would make people do scenes over. Yeah, and that specifically that's not, that's not scenes. That, that didn't bother Stephen King at this time. He was still doing cooking. He's like. Beat her in the head. Yeah, it wasn't that. It right. just changed the story. It changed because in, like I think in, in the, the Shining novel, in the novel, mm-hmm. um, um, Jack Torrance, he is getting controlled by the house and stuff, like mm-hmm. the, the Overlook, but he still has his wits about him. Like, like it's not, it's never Jack doing it. Gotcha. Like it's, um, he's possessed. He, he's getting possessed. And by the end of the story. He gets his family out of, out of the Overlook, and he goes into the book. The whole whole book is like, like when he's first doing the interview at the beginning. They're like, "All right, make sure that you don't let the boiler over bolt, like mm. overheat. Don't do it." Like, and yeah. there's like throughout the book, there's always mention that like, you "Gotta go sh- check it. Yeah. Go check the boiler." Anyway, and then like once he starts going mad, he, he in his inner monologue, he's always like, "Like I gotta, I gotta like kill Danny or whatever." Like or the house, like. He's I'm forgetting a, he, something. What am I forgetting? He's always like that. He, and then like, but he's more sympathetic throughout the whole book than he is in the movie. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like he, he has redemption at the end of the book. His personal gotcha. side of him is purposely forgetting the boiler, so it does overheat. So that anyway, he, the end of the book is he gets the family out of the house and he sacrifices himself by going to the boiler and making it like blow up. So he I blows the up house the house is supposed to be destroyed or the he, mansion and he, he, he completely it was. just destroys everything and everything. And then in the Doctor Sleep book, the, ha- the, the motel's not even there. Yeah, the final battle is on where the Overlook used to be. And, but of course, uh, they have it like, And the ghost of Jack Torrance comes but, back and helps Danny defeat Rose of the Hat. So, is it? But the they it doesn't. The hotel doesn't like materialize or something in the book. It's all out there, just on like the old grounds. Yeah, it's just like it's like hollow. rubble. It's like hollow, like ground where the shining people are like drawn to, like ghosts yeah, it has something to do with Dark Tower, I think. to and shit like that. But uh, so that's why Stephen King didn't like the movie because he's like it ended in like fire, like, and then the movie ended with the whole hotel icing over. And, and not just that, <laughs> like the whole that that was like yeah, there was like weird shit going in the hotel, but like it was just Jack Torrance was already a bad guy before he even went in there. And like that just heightened his like evilness. Yeah. There was no there was never really any really goodness in him and like that's what Stephen King was like. Nah. Like even when they first hired Jack Nicholson to do the role, he was like, No, look at him. There's nothing like <laughs> happy about that face. Like you can't yeah. have him in his role. But uh, all that said, I wouldn't change it ever. No. It's one of the best movies ever made. Like Oh, I love them both. I love the book a lot. And I also, like... I do not like the Stephen King version of the movie, though, that came on TV. With I've never seen Stephen Weber. Stephen Weber, yeah. Also, like, Kubrick was also already, like, kind of slipping mentally at that time, I think. 
because of the obvious like there was reports of like him ab- I won't say abusing the cast because that it was makes it was abuse. But when you say abuse, somebody might think like sexual abuse. It was or sexual abuse. It was like it was just, mental abuse and yeah, uh, yeah, verbal and just just trying to get the best um, takes he could get at any cost. And literally, like the stairway scene was shot like a hundred times or something. Hundred, like, like, is that the one where she started crying as she was mm-hmm. going like up or down the steps? Yeah, like, Jack like, was not, chasing her up the stairs. Like, by the end of it, yeah, that's right. There was what acting tears anymore. <laughs> really I think crying. there was She's stories of like, like, like Stanley Kubrick would hide and like fire off a gun mm-hmm. when she wasn't expecting it just to get her on that's edge. True. Um. Like everybody on the set, and then there was supposed there. You know, we've talked about it before. There was there's conspiracies about like him putting in clues about the moon landing and stuff like that. Because the, there's stories like him faking the moon, the moon landing. landing for Danny Torrance's shirt. Well, Danny, and it says Apollo Eleven on <laughs> yeah. it. And but, then he like there. There's video footage of him later like talking about yeah, uh, I. Film. They used my set for 2001 to fake the moon landing and all this bullcrap. But he was an old man. Anywho's. Yeah, I watched all the Saw movies last night. Yeah. Yeah, let's say because we're like an hour and 20. Minutes. Hey, <laughs> oh, no, is it an hour 20? I don't know. If I'm going to put up. I don't have my glasses. So can you look? And y'all can edit out like you, entire portions of this if you have hour to. Hour 29. I'm going to. No. We don't edit. But I will put a. Uh, time stamp in the in the the bottom to you just get to so, Saul. Gotcha. So let's talk about that about that right now. <laughs> but yeah, Saul. Saul, 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 Saul. I only watched, I only rewatched by was the uh, only rewatched the first Saul movie. I only rewatched part five. <laughs> I didn't actually rewatch any of them. I had to watch for the first time. You've never watched any uh, of them. Well, if I saw the first four. A okay. long time ago. I, didn't, I don't think I watched any of them in, the, in theater until now. Though. The only one? Uh, oh, I watched some of them in theaters. Yeah, I was telling Alex, I think it was, about the, when I watched Saw for the first time. It was in drama class in high school. Yeah. We had a substitute teacher, and we were all just in the back That's corner. Up. Uh, I think it was Omer had, like, I can't remember if it was like a portable DVD player or a phone or what it was he had that he had it playing on right there. And, we were just kind of like, hey, is it all right if we watch a movie back here? She's like, as long as you're not making any noise and look busy or something. Yeah. And we sat there and watched Saul uh, <laughs> over like a two-day period. What would you think of so. Carrie D- Elwes's... Is that how you say his last name? Elwes? Carrie Elwes or Elwes? Dread Pirate Roberts' oh, accent. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? From Princess... He's, oh, I mean, this just... I don't know. Well, he's he's got like a really, really thick like, I don't even know what region of Europe he's... I mean, he's English of he's some sort. He's probably British. Yeah. But he has like a... His accent in Princess Bride is his real accent, pretty much. It's so very he always talks old like, English sound. Uh, like, okay. it's like very fairy ish sounding. When I met him, he was just like... I was like, oh, that's how he really talks. I guess I never thought crap. about it. Yeah, like in... Um, I think you've watched Psych, have you? Oh, oh yeah. Like, yeah, we watched Psycho He's, in my house. he's a jewel thief yeah. in yeah, Psycho. Yeah, I forgot about that. Like his voice in that is kind of his real voice. It's kind of, you probably just said this, but like a, like a royal, elegant kind of accent. The King's English. Yeah. 
But there was times where I caught if I if I didn't know he was putting on that American accent, I wouldn't probably even be listening for it. But there was like when he'd get really loud, he would say his words a little had a weird emphasis on it. I was like, oh, that you didn't say that right, but yeah. Uh, I kind of just uh, I I remember watching recaps on YouTube it basically showed like all the major scenes and plot points that's what I did for all the other movies Yeah, because I was like I don't want to rewatch all of these in one night and then after you watch that you're like man shit I'm going to watch movies there's a lot a lot of Tommy Wimey shit oh yeah I remember though yeah first one when the dude got up I remember like not even being like shocked that that happened. I just kept thinking, like, really? wait a second. Oh, I've missed something here. Oh, like, oh no. Like, he, he was, I thought he was dead the whole time. <laughs> That's like, the it, twist. Like, but that was the twist. Like, it just didn't compute. I, I was probably like 17. I was, I was telling you the first time I watched the movie. Uh, that that, that show. What year did Saw 1? 2004. 2004. So I was. <laughs> he was born in 88. So mm-hmm. 20. No. 10 was 98 for you, so plus 5. Is that right? No, plus 6. Plus 6. 16? Yeah. No, it wasn't because no, my mom went around there. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was 2004. Oh, I was yeah. in. I was a senior, though, when we watched that. The second one wasn't out when I watched the first one. Well, I guess it was, so... Um, depending on when it came out, it could have been 15 or 16. But whatever, yeah, 16 yeah. years old when it came out. That's pretty young. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't have been any, any, any earlier when that movie came out. It wouldn't have been the 90s. But anyway, right, yeah. I remember watching it on VHS, but it might have been DVD now because what is time? But I remember. No, and you could have watched it on VHS because there was places like gas stations or whatever. Yeah. I've picked yeah. up. I, I didn't pick them up, but I've seen. Like, I went to a gas station and saw, like, you can buy a VHS of, like, Harry Potter 6 on VHS. And I'm like, why does this even exist? Like,. Who made? Who's this for? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, who's still is like using a VHS that's going to watch Harry Potter six and not like their old copy? Uh, I don't yeah. know something else. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of making me kind of sad now because I felt. I mean, obviously, I was sixteen when I watched this the first first time. Oh, but you have visceral reaction to it? No, most made me sad is it's probably the last thing I ever watched my mom. Oh. Because when I was sixteen was the last time I really saw her. Um, she's not dead. People out there no, she just ran that's off. not so true. You went to Thanksgiving like when you were like twenty two. So. No, you like <laughs> went and played football outside yeah. with your brothers. No, I thought you said that's what y'all did. Uh, the only one was there anyway. Uh-huh. It was not time. I think we just sat there. I remember was, you going. You know, it was we literally just sat there and like they try to be like it was old times. I'm like, mm. I don't know, we'll be here kind of thing. Anyway, I think she listens to this. This ain't the sad podcast. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um. It's one of those things where, like, I forgive her, but I don't forget. I just don't want to be around. Yeah. My, my brothers, I do, but not her. Um, but no, literally, like I was telling Jared, as soon as I got done watching the movie, after that ending, I was like, holy fucking shit. So I, like, rewound it, if it was VHS, or just took it yeah. or whatever. I, I, literally, that's probably the, probably a few movies, but, like, I literally started right back over and watched the beginning and again. Trying to see if you can pick up. No, something. I just thought oh, uh, that good of a movie. I'm like, yeah. no movies ever like just grabbed a hold of me. Like, and to this day, still. Did you rewatch? I'll it? put it up there with any movie as the best endings in any any movie, not just horror. Any movie ever is the best ending in the movie. I don't remember the game over thing being in all, so many of the sequels. 
Do they all say game over or just like Joe No game over. Game over, over. Game over. Uh, until next year. Amanda did it in part two, I think it was. And then as soon as the movie's character did it starts, in one of them. It's over. Game over when that movie music starts. It's like you're about to re- see the big reveal, like you know of what's been going on. They just have that in every movie now. Knives the out. cop did it. They didn't have it. Knives out whenever the twist is about to, like whenever the kill is about to be revealed, just start playing those two songs. Yeah. The cop did it, and then when he got killed, who killed him? What's cop? The main, the the one like in working, the first movie, the one that's working for Jigsaw. Hoffman. Hoffman. Oh, who killed? Yeah. He took. They took him back to the. He. They took him to the. The bathroom from first movie. Oh, Carrie Ewell's killed him. Yeah, and then he did his because game. Was he said like game the, over. Yeah, because Jigsaw, Jigsaw was like, um, if anything happens to my wife, don't hesitate. Or, right. Like, don't like, you act as soon as possible. So Hoffman killed the wife, and then yeah, Carrie Ewell got the last laugh until Jigsaw happened in the new movie. And that was like 10 years later. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... All that to say, now we're up to Spiral, the new movie, the new Book of Saw movie. Well, I want to go back to Sp- uh, Jigsaw because that one, I don't, I don't know if the events in it are are canon or not. Or, I mean, they don't really talk that much detail about any of the movies in any of the movies. And but see, in that movie too, like the why I think that movie that is not getting brought up really in Spiral. Because they don't talk about the copycat. Because it would have been like two years ago. They don't talk about the copycat killer. They don't only really talk about... They do mention copycat. They do say, they say, oh, it might be another copycat. But he kills everybody in that movie. There's no witnesses. That's true. So they might, nobody might not even know that she, like, he still could be out there killing people. He could be the one still running the show with this dude. Because, like, um, I was watching the thing... Cleaning like, up the streets. I was watching the thing mm-hmm. of, like... Um, Leading into this movie too, because I didn't want to rewatch them all. Because I literally did last year. Because this movie was supposed to be out last year, so I rewatched them then. Um, they were saying like John Kramer always had like acolytes and people there to do stuff. So who's to say the wins we saw were the only ones? Like it could be. A I ha- also have a question. Because um, I don't think the killer in Spiral is the only person. Right. right. Like, no, I think like, even a- in, in, even in his own little clique. I think if John Kramer. Okay, so we were sitting in the movie and I leaned over to Danielle and I was like, what if John Kramer was playing a game? Like, his whole thing was him being blackmailed to play a game for a real jigsaw. <laughs> but what would that jigsaw be? I've never thought about that. What if he's not... What if he's not jigsaw? What if he's not jigsaw? That'd be pretty crazy. Um, they have to do it right if they're going to do but that. But if if he is the that master, a lot of people, man, I think that'd be made to Bill. Man, you can't take this away from me. <laughs> Game over. Game um, over, John. But if he's the mastermind, I think they're setting up for there to be like a cult of jigsaw people. Um, let's. See, I mean, they all meet online. I mean, have it done? I did something like that. Or it could really? be the the support group. From like part five or whatever that but, I mean, Carrie Ewells walked into. Obviously, that's what they're going to do. Obviously, that's what they're going to do. So well, they like never that. even meant to really talked about what happened after that. When he walked into that support group on his le- fake leg or whatever, mm-hmm. and he 
you know, he's clapping and he's like, so he could have recruited all those people. But I think that was like Final Chapter when that one happened. Maybe or Saw 3D. Or Final Chapter was like the only the, the only other one we carry rules. No, I, I want to say it was the. Well, last he was one in the, the final movie. scene of one of them. Like he didn't really his character. Did, it was just the support group at the end of the movie. Like you didn't even know he was gonna be in the movie, and then he had the one where he killed the cop. He just walked. Oh, he, mm-hmm. at the very end of it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, this definitely like, to, to keep these movies going. That's what they're gonna do is like a cult of them or something. Yeah, they're all gonna be there. Like I just kept wondering, like you, you would think that like they would bring up all these other characters that were like clearly still keeping it going or something like that. Like it was like it's a never anything. Like how would they ever stop it? Like everybody. Kind of like the forever purge, like. Oh, that's another series uh, I haven't watched. Is the purge? But I leaned into her during the topic. trailer, and I said, uh, "This is a series I didn't really care for." First one was all right. I, I watched the last good. one, and it was all right. But the only reason I might be interested in the new one is because it takes place in a rural setting, and that seems kind of cool. But as I think I was talking to him about too. Did like, y'all get it? The trailer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so would Dev, y'all ever met somebody that's always like, "Man, I wish they'd really do that." Oh, like, sure. have a purge. I, I could probably and go less like, than a mile from here it. and find somebody that would be into that. But see, but see, my thing is like, I'm all for it. I'm just not the murdering part. I'd be over here like taking two E's and shit. All crimes. <laughs> I would just be like in a little hole nah, underground, like go, somewhere that like they're go, not gonna find I'd me. Go, I'll be doing just stupid shit. Yeah. Like I'm gonna. Western Sister Hawk and eat free food, man. Let's just go. Tons of. Just ton, stay away from like blank, any major city. Tons of blank Blu rays. And on that day, you burn as many bootleg Blu rays as you can. Oh, <laughs> They'll never catch me as long as I all the sell money. Print all the money. Yeah. You have to and sell them that day. in the bank. I would go to Disney World and not pay it down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the lawyers yeah. will get you. With Disney, I no, because it's legal. Movie. Everything, all crime is legal. That, there's a, no, what could you take? There'll be a way. You go to, you print a bunch of money. I just, that's the thing. You print like, a bunch of money, go to the bank at gunpoint and say, deposit this into my bank account. And just hold them at gunpoint until the next day. That's what I understand. Like, why is these the movies... The like the first place they get robbed by everybody, though. These movies, but see, that's what they're going to talk about, these movies. Well, I haven't seen them all, but like, I feel like... Why is everybody's first inclination to kill people? people? Yeah, like there's because so we're much, humans. I can do anything. Like original, some people will just like run around shooting just because they're maniacs. But they sh- had to I, already be the maniac. Most people ain't. I can go like take that. a legally. Yeah. I can go take a shit on my ex boss's desk. I can legally do that on purpose. Oh, I thought you meant like in general. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. That's not illegal. As long as you have, to, you can <laughs> deal with the aftermath of it the next day. What's ex boss? Yeah, you know it's gotta be like a this is our night because, out in Vegas. But it doesn't matter the next day because it is legal on that day you do it. So yeah, but you'd still get fired the next it's day. Balls. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, her boss ain't gonna do because they can't. It's, it was legal. I would say you you go today. They'd be like, how, how do I know you're not gonna do that on my desk next year? Yeah, we gotta, we gotta let you go. Let's say <laughs> you go to your current boss's house and you murder his family. Not, I mean, this is hypothetical. <laughs> On purge day, and then you just expect to go back to work tomorrow after purge yeah, day. Yeah, that's the point of the purge. 
Then he can't have no repercussions. Not the next day, you can't. But that's legally. It's <laughs> <laughs> not gonna happen, man. Yeah, it's, 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 that's, that's, wreck, that's wreck the point. That's the, if you watch yeah. the trailers of the Fur Purge, that's the point of that movie. Yeah, is the um, the purge ends the next day. Yeah, it, nothing happened. No, ev- no, everybody's out there like doing their regular things, and then one gets attacked, and they're like, "What are you doing? Like, you can't do this. Purge is over." He's like, "No, nah, it's the forever purge now." And that's like, the beginning of the first movie, or no, end of the, the, first movie? the new movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just forever purge. Like they're yeah. killing people on on purge day. People are like losing their mind. Like you can do crime. Yeah, I think they set that up day. in the last movie. They said when, like, I think the ending of the last one was it's like, "When is twenty four hours? You're not going to be enough." Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it also begs a question of like, would that work? No, no. I'm just saying, <laughs> would that make crime? Because that was the whole point of doing the purge. No. I never watched the first purge. Like that's the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. The first purge is like they started it because the crime was so up. That they were like, well, let's just have one I day. Think the first movie was just called The Purge. The last movie that came out, like part four, was called oh. The Purge. The oh, first oh, Purge. Oh, oh, oh. They talked about how The Purge started. But it was about violence so up and everything that, that we're going to give people one day to like, just get all the aggressions out of the way. And then in movie world or whatever, crime went dramatically down. So I'm not saying like Purge. Not purge day. People didn't do crime. It was just way down. Like if it was like up to here, it was like. Um, here. I actually have an like anecdote. If, if Chicago not... has 150 shootings in the day, regularly after after the purge happened and stuff, it probably went down to like two. I actually I hate to be have like in a, a store that day though, because you know everybody's gonna go up and they're trying to get just free booze. A story I heard up. recently about a, a sim, not one about murder, but about crime. Well, it is about murder. There was a guy. On Rogan the other day, it does documentaries. Uh, can't remember his name, but he's got like one about. I think it's about marijuana. Anyway, um, he's got like a couple of documentaries, but he was talking about after marijuana became legal. I think in California or something like that, they was expecting a lot of crime to go down, but like marijuana. Um. Uh, focused crimes actually went up after it became legal because of like cartel stuff and and I was like huh that's crazy to think about he's like an undercover journalist I don't know what he actually calls that something else but in the in the interview investigative no I wanted to say like guerrilla journalist but that ain't what it is gonzo journalist maybe I've heard that term before, where they just kind of say stuff he, he went or a, not. He went undercover. No, not in that. That's a, no, that's like yellow journalism. That's just, that's just yeah. journalism. Gonzo <laughs> journalism is like that uh, <laughs> That guy that did uh, Fear and Loathing yeah. in Las Vegas. Oh, he, he yeah. He like popularized the term, I think. I could be wrong. But yeah. yeah. Oh, this guy, it was a really interesting interview. And he like went undercover. Sounds like, like a an, last dude. Yeah. But, um... But that was the point. He was saying that where they legalized something that used to be a crime, it didn't really have an effect on the crime. But uh, back to the original point, part of bringing up the purge of while they keep making purge movies and stuff. What I was telling him is like, if you take all the purge movies, so say if there's like five of them, all the paranormal activity movies, where there's six, and all the saw movies, so there's nine of them now. Put all of them together. Oh God. I'm just saying, put all them together, their budget is still less than one Marvel movie. That's crazy. But if you're talking about profits and everything, just by that numbers, mm-hmm. they made more than 
Um, all of the Marvel movies? Well, not all of Marvel movies. There's like two trillion dollars worth of like. It's probably yeah. not, but yeah. But I'm just saying. Yeah, don't they make like. Because the budget is so low, but by, by a percentage wise. A billion dollars. By, by a percentage wise, they're making more than the Marvel movies based on what their budget was to what oh, they actually made. So that's why they're bringing them out every. That's why the Paranormal TV movies are coming back. That's why after 10 years, the Saw movies are coming back. Because the Bumhouse, man, they know how to make movies. This ain't even Blumhouse. Yeah. But they're doing... This is Twisted Pictures. And... But Paranormal TV is Blumhouse. Right. That's what really... Paranormal TV is what got Blumhouse where they're at right now. That was like their first big hit. Yeah, we can make a Paranormal TV movie. I mean, look at the movie they freaking people did on Shudder, Host. It's like a 65-minute movie. They won all kind of awards, and it's just them over Zoom. And mm. ghost shit happen. I personally think it's a good movie. Oh, is it like, like, um, Unfriended and stuff like that? Yeah, that was a better movie. Wasn't there another one of those? No, Unfriended 2, Dark Web. That's, that's my... Wasn't there another... There's one called, like, Friend Request or something. Yeah. That one didn't like that much. Or, like, anyway... The Scott Killer. <laughs> anyway, we were about two hours into it. We still haven't talked about Spiral yet. Well, we had well, to... started to. We had to get up... A little bit. We had to get up to through the saws. Uh, okay. What's your favorite Saw movie? First, of all? I'm gonna say the first one. Yeah, I'm about yeah, to say it. without that one, there could not be the rest. Okay. The, the second it? one is a pretty close contender. Yeah. I thought though, two is uh, my favorite. Number one's the best. Like the ending is like the best. But two, I love a lot. The whole house setting and like it's like a Resident Evil movie almost. You got puzzles and shit to get into the different doors and stuff and like. I don't, it's the closest you're going to get to like a pretty I'm trying to remember what the twist was with the second one. Was it when was that Amanda was yeah. working with him? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that I the one? I can't remember if that was the second or the is third Is that the one where you found out so. she was making unbreakable traps? I think that's no, the third no, one. So. And then like, yeah, she's back in a trial again or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the, when you find out the third guy. You found, In the third one, you found out that that's when Jigsaw, Jigsaw says this support. wasn't his test, it was yours. Yeah, Jigsaw died. Okay. But yeah, she was that. also being blackmailed by the, the by ha, 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 Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah, that was what you find out in the fourth one, I think, though. Is like yeah. when suddenly he shows up and, oh, it's the end of the third movie. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's when it's. You almost aren't paying attention. That's when that they kind of get like Tommy Wyman were like, yeah. Uh, part three or four, same like Tom Wyman was. And they replay that scene they, in that room like over and over throughout the yeah. rest What's of the movie. What's your favorite twist? Uh, other than part one. Other than Jigsaw was in the room the whole time. What's your favorite twist ending? Favorite twist in the they try to remember all of them. Mine is Jigsaw was good on that. Yeah, that was good. Where That's he, why I didn't see they, that don't one. they end that one in the bathroom? No, in the same bathroom. No, he ends it with the one of the contestants was the the guy doing the the jigsaw murder the whole time, but he was recreating his original capture from like he got captured from Jigsaw a long time yeah. ago, and Jigsaw he what happened was he was the like x-ray guy that read x-rays and he misread his x-ray yeah and he's like no that wasn't fair that was just a you know Hoffman. honest mistake yeah jigsaw decided Hoffman not to got caught in the bathroom yeah the uh carriel's character left him dr gordon left him in the bathroom so like, came over yeah, okay again <laughs> but no my favorite twist ending is when donnie walber Oh God! I forgot yeah, Donnie Wahlberg. Man. I remember looking at that guy like, "Is that Donnie Wahlberg?" Like, no, no. His uh, jigsaw yeah, tells him like, "Where's my son? He's in a safe place. Like, yeah, if you just don't come after me." That's the fourth one, isn't it? Fourth or fifth? Second. Yeah. Was it the second? Because his son's his son is in the house, and he's watching it 
on on thing, but it's already happened. But his son is really right beside him the entire time in that safe. So that was a twist. Okay. Like his like that had already happened. By the time he got down in there, in, in um, to the house or whatever, it had already happened. And then like Jigsaw was just like, I, mean, I told you not to come back here, kind of thing. Now Hoffman was the one who was actually working for Jigsaw. No, yeah, no or was it the, the other guy? Like whenever, which one's the one that gets lowered into the case of all the glass and then the walls close? That's Hoffman. Yeah, he's been saying. I keep though, getting him it? and Strom confused. Yeah, Strom like, is the, the Strom is the like, FBI agent. Uh, well, I guess Hoffman was too. Okay. But um, yeah, that's that was okay. Getting the spiral. That was one thing that I was like was stupidest line in any of the movies is when Chris Chris Rock Chris Rock's character is like uh, saying like he doesn't come after cops. I'm like that's all he does. <laughs> Literally, have you yeah. not seen a Saw movie? He kills all the cops. I don't think it has anything to do with the cops. No, no, he's not. Job, no, though. He, he's not. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm say he's not coming after the cops. He's coming after particular people that just happen to be cops. It was all revenge. Yeah, yeah. But, like, in this one, like, they're just. Not really. He's still just going after back cops, but he's doing it to get out, like, to reform. It still comes to. It's, oh, it's weirdly a love letter to Chris Rock to begin with. Like, he's taken down a lot of people. Oh yeah, yeah, that pretty much destroyed Chris Rock's career. It really did. Yeah. I love, I love like the reveal. I mean, obviously, people spoilers. You know, you've been once a lot. But I love like the when the music started at the end, the reveals start happening. Well, it goes back to everything he said in the past, where like he was like, "Yeah, this is all because of your dad." Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I've been waiting twelve years for this moment to get, and then, like just I'm like, dude. But I, I just joked with him as soon as it showed him. Like, what? Watch it. He's Jigsaw. So, I thought it was going to be that stern faced detective. For sure. He's like, I was going to tell him that too. I was like, like, you saw all the other killers in the movies? It was just like that guy. (laughs) (laughs) He was, he was, Chris Rock busts into the, or, well, the the, uh, chief or whatever. He says, "Um, I'm going down to records. He's like, yes, ma'am. And then Chris Rock busts in. He's like, where's, where's she at? Where's she at? And he was like, he just kept stalling for a second. He's like, she's in the basement. And then I, I was like, he's probably. And then might be I, I just no, joked with him. Oh, that's possible. I just joked with him that 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 the, 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 he was the killer. But um, as soon as like they were in the the room and he, his phone died and he's like, I I need to. He took Chris Rock's phone and went out. I didn't look at you then because I was like, I didn't. I didn't that, think that, about at that, that point. Though. I was like, I seen enough movies. This was not dead. He, he is the killer. But I didn't tell you that. because I, I didn't, didn't think about him being the, I don't know, for whatever reason. I, I, I got confused where it showed, I think it was Samuel Jackson's phone, and it said, hey, meet me somewhere. Like when he first got out of the car and was walking towards his see, warehouse. See, I was like, everything, everything what? Kept, every, every, after that part, after he went out with the phone and took Chris Rock's phone, that was like not that far in the movie. Bunch of little things started happening that made me like, yep, for sure it's him. For yeah. sure it's him. And then like when he died, as soon as he died. I'll, he was like, what? No, no. As soon as he died, I was like, 100% it's him now. Because all the other people that died, it showed their face. Didn't want to, didn't show his face. Uh... I was like, why is it not showing his, like, it's just showing his feet hanging down and stuff. And then like, they're taking his arm off or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that that, that, that body is not him. That's that guy that they can't find that he OD'd. And then when they revealed him, I'm like, yeah. I OD'd. The guy that the first guy at the very beginning of the movie was chasing that stole the purse. 
Uh, went down in the that, sewer. Yeah, his name was like Benji or something like that or whatever. But, it was like a homeless guy or whatever. So in that sense of like, I mean, I guess y'all didn't think of him, but I thought it was kind of very predictable. And I thought some of Chris Rock's acting was not, but it's a Saw movie, so none of the acting has ever been great. Samuel Jackson was great, of course. He's always just Samuel Jackson in every movie. Ain't got even a motherfucker. <laughs> but the, there was like a period there where I thought like he might have been involved in all this somehow. I like, didn't turn. I think not directly, but he got somebody to do. This. I was like, man, this is a like, lot to do to make people respect your kid. <laughs> yeah, I, I kept, I kept thinking of when Chris Rock went back to his apartment and the, the delivery guy was there. I thought that, that food was gonna be. From Jigsaw character, like he's gonna look in the food, like Dad, your food's here. He takes be it out, like, or something. Yeah, a body part or something. When uh, when he first started getting the packages, I was like, okay, this this is not how protocol would happen in this situation. No one would touch that package. Yeah. Bomb Squad would come in every time one came in, and he's just like, we ain't got time. We got cops on the oh, line. No, nope, it's a finger. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that's just, it was, I mean, I, I, no, I, uh, I actually really enjoyed the movie though. Oh, for sure. Like it's, it's, it's in my top, was there nine movies now? Top four. In the, in the way. I would place that one after number three. I had to do it that way. I, so, I wish I could, I had I time one, to rewatch it. Honestly, I would have one, two, Jigsaw in this one. I like Jigsaw a lot. A lot of people didn't like it that much. Like Between those two. Or with with Jigsaw in this one, I like the the style change that they did from the other one. I love the old, the griminess of the old movies, mm-hmm. but this this new polished look, I'm I'm really liking too. I uh, hope Chris Rock comes back for the next one. I feel like there's probably going to be three. Oh yeah, it's going to be set up for like a, a, a trilogy, trilogy movie of his movie. Like it's going to be a spiral. It's gonna he's the executive circle. producer. And it's going to come full circle. Well, it's fine. I'll do that. It just keeps going. Yeah. But uh, he, he, he was the executive producer. So The director is also a guy that he directed like two and three. Oh. Darren Lynn Bosman. And this movie... I think James Wan was still listed as a producer. I mean, it's his baby. Of course yeah. he's going to be involved with it. They're not going to let him come out with a movie where like Jigsaw's a pansy or some shit. <laughs> um, but no, uh, Darren Lynn Bosman, he, this movie and I think part two or three... Or for part two or three, he had a call Rob Zombie. He was like, hey, man, how do I get a movie rated R that's rated X right now? I need, I need to get it down. And Rob Zombie had... Because Rob Zombie's... Um, one of his Halloween movies was originally rated X, and he had to get it down. Or NC-17, not yeah, X. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Same X thing, is easy. Basically, yeah, it is. Though. They just yeah. changed yeah. the... Um, but, um, Kramer, whatever. But he said the only other movie that ever... He said that problem with was this movie as well. And you can definitely see it in some of those scenes. Really? I see. I told my mom. She was asking me about it. But she don't like that. She don't really like them that much. Any, or at all. Anyway. And I was like, well, this one to me was the least gory. I felt like it was the least gory in the amount of gore. But I thought it was the most for me. And it's hard to like. And I didn't. And I'm not saying this to say like, it, it bothered me. But if I were to get bothered. And there's a few times where I like, cut squeamish was the tongue thing. Oh no, that no! Yeah. I was like almost yeah, had my feet up in the sand. I was just and I, I plugged my ears at one point because that, the the and, sound and of it that was the like fingers. getting the fingers really like you can. That one did get me as bad. Those were the, but the camera on that 
didn't really. Oh, the times it zoomed in, it went faster, but you can see like. But yeah, it didn't linger very long. No, but the tongue thing, I got me because I literally I'm listening. I listen to the Stephen King podcast every day. If you haven't listened, like he does a podcast. Man, it's called Kingcast. And uh, right now they're doing Skeleton Crew. It's for their one year anniversary. They're doing Skeleton Crew, and Skeleton Crew there's twenty two stories. So they have like a twenty two guests on talking about each story in Skeleton Crew. And they talk about one with um, Katie Siegel, who is um, in Futurama. 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 No, that's that's something. Katie Siegel. That's something. Yeah, there's the different person. Yeah, Katie. Yeah, Katie Siegel. Or might just be Katie Siegel. Um, She is the wife of Matt Flanagan, who directed Doctor Sleep, and he directed um, Hill House and all that. And she's in those. And she's in, uh, she's in a lot of, she's in a lot of good stuff. Anyway, you know what you saw, baby. I don't know. Anyway, she's talking about a story, but they talk about. She's in Hill House. Yes. The mom. No, she's the one of the daughters when she's grown. Older. Okay. Um, but no, she's talking about that. She's like, uh, they're talking about something, but she's like, yeah, if your tongue gets tore out, you die. You're gonna bleed like crazy. No, no, not not just that. She's like, unless they have a feeding tube like stuck way down you, you cannot swallow without a tongue. Yeah. Like at all, and, the and, could reattach and, it. And he, he and they and they were thinking like, well, oh, dang, you gotta think about all these like Game of Thrones and knots and eras where they did that. Like they just cut it off. They didn't like rip the whole thing out of your throat. Yeah, well, you don't. You can't swallow. Like try mm-hmm. just try to swallow right now. What did your tongue do? I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your, your tongue touches the top of your like mouth mm-hmm. and stuff. You can't swallow without a. So you can't eat or drink anything. Yeah. really. Well, I guess you could like ah. So they were talking about that scene? Yeah, but no, no, no. They were talking about something else, oh. tongue thing. And I was listening to that today. And I go in this movie, I'm like, what the f- is this like an omen? Am I about to get my tongue ripped out or some shit? <laughs> so that might, that might be, it might be a pre-existing condition of why that scene really like stuck with me, the tongue, the tongue thing. No, it was a, that was the probably the most <laughs> brutal scene in the movie. But but I, I'm wondering, like, I want to see the stuff that they had to cut out to get it down to a radar. Now, when they had... Uh, like, have you ever watched like the first one, Unrated? I'm sure I have. I know they it just... shows a lot more like him sawing his leg off. I do know okay. that. <laughs> I do know that they just they released it in 4K, and they have a cool looking edition of Walmart. So I might go get it. And... It says Unrated version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which you I might want to check heard... on your. I, I thought I had it. I don't. Just... I couldn't find it. You have it. I just literally saw it here not too long ago. It might be in the living room. I think it is. Um, but because we bought it at the same time as the case, I thought so. It's like nine dollars or something. But uh, I remember what the one I watched re the rewatched this last time wasn't the unrated version, and it just kind of focuses in on Doctor Gordon a lot and don't show. I mean, it does show him cutting his leg off, but it don't show a lot of the gore. I love in this movie when there was a scene where you thought right when the music first starts playing. Chris Rock is there and he has a saw and you're like, oh, here we go. And he's like, oh, fuck just this. puts it down, yeah. <laughs> There's a, I thought that was a, a nod at like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Like, but yeah, I thought, yeah. When, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, that still was kind of messed up how that whole part ended. I don't know if you want to spoil it, like just right here and all yeah. that. Yeah, oh, yeah, where he just like, he walks in there and there's Samuel L. Jackson and he's like got bleeding out basically into jars. Yeah, I didn't really I, understand. I don't know how he's I still think about conscious. it even more. Like, you can just look at go. I'm like, 
like, hey, team up with me. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Let's go. Without even thinking about it, he's like, let's go. I'm in. So, I know why he did that. I mean, I do too, to make him think that he was try, in. Yeah, try to get. But I'm just saying, but then, then they get in there and like, all right, I just need your trust or whatever. So you can shoot me or you can save your data. I'm like, well, how does that hurt your trust if he shoots and kills you? Like, how are y'all going to team up if you if you die? Because he wanted him to shoot his dad because his dad was the captain over sec- when, he, when Section 8 was in effect. But that's not what he said. He's, he's, that is he, true. He, his exact words was like, you can save your dad or you can shoot me. That's your options. And I'm like sitting here thinking like, which one earns your trust? Yeah, because when you die, the other one I save my dad. I'm like, I don't understand. No, that don't make sense. And it should have been a uh, setup uh, oh, for him to kill his dad. Or if it was a setup, because he, if he would have thought he was going to shoot him, there wouldn't have been a bullet in the gun. So he like, would have shot at him, and it would have... He'd be like, That's what I thought was going to happen. he would have been like, oh, you fell. Well, no, <laughs> what I thought was going to happen was he wasn't going to have him kill his dad for real. I thought he was going to say, you can either shoot me or your dad, and he show, you know, he'll rattle off some some story about some dirty cop thing his dad did that he didn't know about. And then him say, all right, shoot me or shoot your dad. And then he obviously would have chose his, he shoot him because he really wasn't going to team up with him. The gun wouldn't have fired because there wasn't a bullet in it. And then. And how's he getting away? He's just going in a really slow elevator right now. And Chris Rock's still alive. That was, that was kind of my thought too, like. You know, so get the dad off of here, and then, like, when SWAT runs, they'd be like, he went that away. No, like, they're, they're literally know, all standing right there, and Chris Rock's still alive, so he'd be like, well, he's right there, and this is his name, and I can tell you where he lives. We'll find out. I imagine. Yeah, I'm sure. This budget was, like, nothing. It's probably already made his money back. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> when, he, when he got his dad down. Rock and Samuel Jackson money. They can. You know? When when he got his dad down, he like took the one IV out, and I was like, "Just rip them all out, dude, before you run after him." And he didn't do that. <laughs> but uh, he's like, "I've done saved him. I'll just come back for this guy later. Let him bleed for a few more minutes." And uh, yeah, yeah. And I loved it like, while Samuel Jackson was up there. He's like, "Shoot that motherfucker! Shoot him! Shoot him!" She was going, "I'm dead." <sighs> And then they put him, pull him back up again. He's like, don't, don't shoot me. Don't shoot. And then he just, he's lost like five pints of blood. He's, he's like, should be on death's door basically at that point. But, yeah. I, I mean, I did like the ending, but I felt like it was not that. To me, the ending was the weakest part of the movie. Yeah, Daniel was like, I feel like the movie was short. And I was like, they were all there in half though. Yeah, I felt it was kind of long for, for one of them. Because it was a hundred minutes. I felt like the rest of them were like 88. 89 minutes or something. Yeah. Well, that'd, that'd be an hour and a half. Yeah, there's usually like three or four game scenes. Like hour 33, I think. The twist and begin. That's usually how they go. It's to the point. Nice and sweet. Definitely. He kind of, I feel like he kind of designed them, though, to where he could. He was always going to be like five minutes late for everything. Like. I feel like he, he also designed the, 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 um, the things. I mean, I guess they're winnable, but like. Not barely, like ninety seconds to rip your fingers off and get out of that before it electrocutes you. Yeah, you do it. Also, okay, there's the one I had the problem with, because he had mm. as much slack as for me to Jared when the thing started before he actually bit down. Oh, there's another problem too. And I was like, dude, get up and get out of the bathtub. 
Not just that. Okay, the one I was trying to tell you, and I don't think you heard me. Okay. You're laying on the table, right? Yeah, just have all your, sever your spinal cord. And yeah, and her, her, she was like, from here, she wouldn't. Okay, here it is. Oh, yeah, she could have literally did this. Okay, here's the knife on her spinal cord. Oh, look, the knife's right here. It's not on her anymore. And she's also not looking at the wax. Problem solved. She might get a little hot right here, but... Yeah, I, yeah that one... I thought she might could have leaned up a little bit. Or that, because of the, the thing that came down like her boobs almost. Like, yeah. So she had like this whole, like if you had me chain down, I'm like, I can still like, move my neck and stuff. I don't know. But like making her sever her spinal cord to survive, dude, that's basically killing yeah. yourself to kill yourself. Like, what was that? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Obviously, this was supposed to be, you know, like discount but, jigsaw. And not what I did like about the finger guy, though, yeah. like he knew, though. Oh, that could be a good next movie. Discount Jigsaw. No, him. <laughs> <laughs> no, Carrie Hill was being like, no, man. Like, you're, 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 you're a joke. For this shit. Yeah. And no. then he's, he's, he's being like, he's, he's in a trap. What I did like about the finger guy, though, like, um, where you had the, the tongue guy where he, he was like, you have like two minutes to decide. And like, he takes the whole two minutes before he decides then you have do your spinal cord or your die or whatever and she's like until she dies like she's like still fighting it finger guy's like you have 90 seconds to do your he's already like let's go like and still didn't my finger. get free yeah, yeah and like, he still didn't get free but so i guess he just knew he was like i mean i've seen enough of these and nobody survives them so because they're probably sitting here thinking about what I should do. Like, I'm just take my fingers. Like, I think that's kind of been a running theme that, like, everybody else but Jigsaw seems to just be somebody that likes killing people. Oh, but the one no with the, anyway. his ex Obviously, part. he does too. Oh, sorry. Um, no, I interrupted you. I was thinking, like, yeah, like, Jigsaw, it's like he likes playing these games. But, like, you know, he... Sorry. Even though it's pretty sadistic, the whole thing, like, a lot of times he always wants you to be the one that feels like you're in control. Or he wants you to appreciate your life. Like, that's the whole point of, like, like his whole thing was, like, he... There, well, there was some... Screw all these too, emo kids. But he gave him a chance. His thing was, even if he was doing it out of revenge for him being screwed over, or, you know, his wife getting killed, uh, or his baby getting killed... Or whatever. Well, so he went to he went to commit suicide, and when he did, like, he was put in those one of those situations. Like, the car was on him, and he like either was going to die or he had a choice to like give up something. I forget what it was, but or to, to survive. So that's what he does. He was like, I see all these people that don't appreciate life, and like, but it's crazy. Everybody that did survive, it seems like he recruited. Oh, for sure, because they saw his way of yeah. He's like a cult leader. Yeah, man, it was like he helped me. I think that was in what the fifth one where he goes up to that meeting of all the jigsaw people and like their one chick was like, "Nah, man, these games don't change you. Like that's just he's just being messed up, doing this to people." But that's I mean, and that's that's how most most calls are. You have the people that's brainwashed, and the other people are like, "Yeah, but it doesn't." Like, but no, then I'm that like, one guy was actually like lying about the whole thing too. Who was all like, "Oh, it changed me." Yeah. Yeah. And that was the other twist at the end of that movie. Like, oh, he wasn't really like this the whole time. But the but oh yeah 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 you had that one guy that was wrote a book about how he survived. And, oh, like, he was a faker. He was yeah. Like, did did you though? I think that was five or six maybe. Yeah, that's what I always like, oh, yeah. forget almost. The off. Who was it? Who played him? I want to say it was like Jordan Chase, but I don't think. No, it was, it was somebody pretty well known. I think. Yeah, it was a real well known person. I'm gonna have to look it up. Oh, it was uh uh uh. 
We were talking about it earlier. Oh, uh, powder. Okay, so I wasn't too far off. Don't Jordan Chase, but the other guy that was in the later season of Dexter. And what's his name? He's got three names. Sean so Patrick Flannery. That's it. You just say three names and I get it. That's <laughs> weird. No, Saw 5 is the one where the guy gets his head in the box that fills up with water. Yeah. But no, Sean Patrick Flannery, he dies by the way that he claimed that he escaped. Yeah. Like with the okay. things. Yeah, like the, the hooks that got to go in him. Because yeah. he had the fake scars on him. Um... Yeah, Sean Patrick. He was in. Uh, he he was not Daryl Dixon in Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. And the last season of Dexter, he was like the private eye. Uh, Wait, no, maybe that wasn't Saw Six either. Three D, maybe. It might have been one of them. Um, but no, the 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 trap that he was in, that Chris Rocker's in, and his ex partner with the glass, uh. He could have, like, jumped up on the conveyor belt and knocked all the bottles off. Or could just let him die and then because he was a piece of shit. See, that's neither, like... That's, that's not, not good. That's, that's not uh, for us to, like, you don't know how you're going to act in that situation. Like, most people would probably be like, I don't want to get caught in this. Like, they're not even worth their life to try to save me. Like, as soon as the glass starts You shooting, don't know what you're going to do. That's what I'm saying. I say most people. Because then you... Because you don't want to get hurt. You don't want to put yourself in that kind of thing. For somebody like that that literally murdered somebody right in front of you kind of thing. Mm. You, I say most people, but most people might be like, all right, like I said, because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, Boondog Saints. That's what he was in. I was trying to think of. I, I can't think of a situation where I put myself in danger for somebody else. but In that situation. Huh? Put yourself in that situation. I can't. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I want to say that you wouldn't even. You, here we go. Who's the closest person to a partner for you at work? Like any of the other drivers. Okay, but one, that ain't my one, point. One of those drivers, you see them drinking the Pepsi, <laughs> <laughs> and Jigsaw gets them, and you got you and you tell Rodney, and they get fired because they're drinking the Pepsi on the job. No, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Oh. Oh. My my point. Okay, when you had your car wreck the other here a while back, mm-hmm. did you do anything without even thinking about it that you you could have died doing, like immediately after the wreck? Did you run up to his truck? Yeah, yeah. Or in the middle of traffic or anything like yeah, that? Because there was no he blocked all the traffic. No, but I did get like as soon as my he truck, went. Yeah, he was flipped. What me? As soon as my truck came to a complete. Stop! I got out and I didn't run because it was I was up a hill and it was raining like it was coming tornado that day, so I couldn't run up the hill because it was all muddy. But I got to the truck as fast as I can. There's our two other people there, but then um, after they made sure he's okay, they're like, "Where's the other driver?" I'm like, "I'm here." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, are you okay?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just wanted to make sure he was okay." So you didn't even evaluate like so the truck could have blew up or something when you got up there. So I, I, I don't know that he would evaluate his danger in the situation as in detail as you would just sitting there thinking like, oh, I don't want to be in the middle of that. You know? but, see, but see, that's why I say like, I don't know what I would do. I don't think I would because I've also been in situations where I've been like at a trade or something and I've seen like an older person fall down and I just stand there. Like I don't help them. And well, I'm, I don't think it yeah, might not be in a, risk, a big risk of like 
um, this is a crazy situation of like, oh, I don't know what to do about yet. Like, I, I feel like I, I talk a big game of like these scary movies and shit where like, I'll survive this easily. But like, from my own experience of stuff, I seem to lock up a lot, like, in the face of like danger. But I guess older me used to do that because that's been long, like 20 years ago when I would do that when I saw somebody fall and I locked up. But now I just go with it. Like, when I got hit, like, I knew I was getting hit, but I, I was like, well, this is happening. Like, I, I could see him coming, but yeah. I didn't try to do anything. Like, I could have ran forward and hit the person or try to get, get around them, but I was like, I accepted it and I wasn't scared. Like, it just, I was like, it's going to happen. There's literally nothing I can do. And, like, I didn't feel helpless or anything. I was just like, well, whatever. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And, um, but most, like, when I do other scary type of stuff, like roller coasters and shit. There's no risk. There's always risk. But there's no, coasters. there's no, like, obvious, you know what I mean. There's it's like a hot thing, like, stuff that I used to be afraid of, like, when I'm doing it in there. I'm like, yeah, there's a risk now, but I'm, I'm more online of, like, does it matter now? Like, there's no, there's no, I don't want to get too, like, philosophical, that's not even a word, but, like, fear is only there if you give it power, kind of thing. Like, like, it's only, you're only afraid of heights if you give that fear. I don't know. So, it I was about feel to say, hold way. on, hold on. Jared is, um, has a legit, that's what, like, I'm afraid of heights, like, but not at the risk of, the only times I'm afraid of heights is like where, like if I go up in a um, an open car um, Ferris wheel, uh, I get shaky. I'm not, I'm know I'm safe. But I don't like the car to be rocked or nothing like that. If I go up in a closed one, I could go up, you know, 400 foot, and I'm not even sweating it um, because there's an illusion of safety that I'm. For me, it's not a fear of heights. It's fear of falling. Like, I can be... I guess I can see that. I, if, like, right now, like, I can't look down and see that I'm, like, 10 miles above the Earth's mantle right now. You know, like, I'm going <laughs> to fall into it. it. It probably is mostly a psychological thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, for sure, yeah. Yes. But, like, I've noticed, like, how, like, even when we just go up a couple of stories on those flats of stairs going up to a, you know, going a water slide at a park somewhere. Did you go with this ziplining uh, that time for Kevin's birthday? Yeah, yeah, I did. Did that like, bother it, you? It's gotten a lot better through the years. Like, it, it's the it's like a feeling where, like, and, th- oh, this is another revelation I kind of had before I had surgery. Uh, apparently, that's the fight or flight response from your body. Yeah. is what that is like it feels like you get lightheaded sweaty like you just you're gonna fall down you feel nauseous so back when i was going to get an iv in my arm uh, prior to surgery last october when i had hernia surgery they were trying to stick a, the iv in my arm and i had that reaction like it felt the same like my they say what that is is your blood is drawing up into your abdomen in response for like a fight or something like that and they're like, yeah, like that basically means your body just went like, whoa, something really bad just happened, and like we need to like you know, get out of here. Something's trying to attack us. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, that's like Spot that, I get that adrenaline. response from just being like having like looking around at me I'm like, oh man, I'm so high up here. Like, but yeah, it's kind of gotten a little better since I've been at NCI. I think just from working like up high mm-hmm. uh, all the time. I that's what I, I was gonna say. I think. 
if like with the fight or flight a lot though it, it wasn't just like any one time where i finally went you know what right now i think i feel totally different like it's just gotten i've gotten better at it i think that's why people like that do like risky stuff they like slowly inoculate themselves to choosing the flight response when that gets triggered so they'll like let's say you're afraid of heights and then I'm not saying go jump off a cliff or whatever, like, but somebody might do a rope swing into the water against their better judgment, and then they're like, oh, that's not so bad. Or they get on a roller coaster that they're afraid to do. That's not so bad. And and then eventually, I'm not saying you won't have that negative response, because I, like when I'm putting up Christmas lights, the first few times i go up the ladder like my legs are shaky so i'm not used to climbing a ladder and in my mind i'm like this could go bad because something like i didn't secure the ladder right or i could not have the ladder at a right like a good enough angle to where i could end up pulling the ladder off the wall falling backwards yeah so it's when i'm in control of the danger that i feel like something bad could go wrong. So when there's an illusion of safety, like on a roller coaster to where I'm like, someone's job is to make sure I live through this. You say that someone's job, but have you seen those someone? I know. I don't think about that. No, <laughs> that's why the fair freaks yeah. me out more because man, because Daniel's brother used to work on the fair rides. Like when they come to there. town and <laughs> we was on, you remember that purple ride that it had arms and it was like it go in circles, and but it would do the up and down motion oh, yeah. as it goes around. Me okay. and Danielle's okay. on that, like when we're like 21, 22 years old. And I'm like, TJ might have put this together. And she's like, shut up. My- <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, just, my, 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 I guess a good analogy to what I was saying, though, about fear and giving power to fear is the Freddy Krueger movies. Without you being afraid of him, <laughs> he has no power. That's true. Like unless you like dreaming of him and like, showing fear to him, he has yeah. no power over you. You've seen you've seen Freddy versus Jason, so that that's the whole concept of that movie. Yeah, for sure. Like everybody forgot about him as first, so he's has Jason going to kill people and make them think Freddy's doing it. So they start getting scared of him again. So it's giving him power. So my whole thing is like just don't the more you feed your fear, the more you're gonna be afraid of things. Like the only roller coaster I had ever rode was the one at uh, Lake Weenie. So the cannonball. Yeah, the cannonball. So I didn't That's really... a scary roller coaster though. That thing's old. We'll get back now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the time I thought that was the most scariest thing ever. Until we went to uh, Six Flags no, oh. uh, Orlando Universal Studios. And then doing the rock and roller coaster up until the point of going up. I don't think I ever told you but yeah I was terrified of it. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And then doing it and afterward I was like, I wanna do it again. Yeah. Because it was like that You faced that that um that the adrenaline that gets you into I guess it's the flight thing you're talking about like it just maybe you want to do it so I I'll, I'll try to live my life where if I'm afraid of it or whatever I'm still going to do it like I'm not going to be like I'm not going to do it because I'm afraid of now, it. now sometimes like, no like it's, it's working on the movie theater to save yourself working on the movie working on the movie theater um I didn't want to do the scout because like I said I'm not afraid of heights I'm afraid of falling and um. Uh, we had to go up on the scaffolding thing to do it. And the dude was like, oh, just it's like a dumb waiter. Yeah. He said, whatever you do, don't let go of this. Cause we're going to fall. I'm like, okay. So what I do, I let go of it. And we start falling. <laughs> but still just the, th- the, even the fear of doing that didn't stop me from doing it. And then we went, when another example is when we went to our Atlanta Braves game, <laughs> going down, um, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you were there. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. The, you know, the comment and stuff. Like, yo, I'm like, who's about to get mugged? Hey, don't do it. I'm over here like, I'm going to play this guy's game. I'm, I'm sitting over here thinking like, though, this is shady as hell. Like, the, there's <laughs> Dude's like, got like, 10 like they're, grand they're up cash. to something. And when I turned around and saw the guy like, like who was just sitting there start coming toward us, I was like, dude, they're getting ready to do something here. Like, was about to get jumped. And we were going to get jumped. <laughs> I don't know if we would have actually got stabbed or hurt, but they took I'm, our I'm, money. I'm not, not going to pat myself on the back, but I, I feel like if I'm sitting there treating them like people and not showing. That's not always true. Because, though. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, but they're human beings. Like, I'm not going to, like, like, treat them like animals and be, like, showing fear or whatever. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to talk to these people. And, like, even afterward, he was like, I was like, man, ain't got no money on me. He was like, I was 18 over there. I'm like, he's like, I just don't have any money, like, like, and everything. That, but that's <laughs> a that's that should be a red flag to me. Like, it was this a red flag from the very beginning. Like, yeah. It was a red flag from the beginning when he had cups. And he was like, I just want you to find the money. In the Not cups. cups, bottle caps from like a 20 ounce Coke. <laughs> yeah, it was or a Gatorade yeah, or something. It, it, was, no, it, it was it was like from a 20 ounce. No, he, he had no. It was like red solo cups. He had money hit on under one of them. And he was like, "You got to, you got to find the money, or something." It doesn't matter. Or whatever anyway. it was, it's the you, same you, game. Whatever it was, you, you got to find it, and like the thing was sticking out from under the cup. Yeah. So I was like, "He made it super easy." Yeah, I was like, "It's that one." He was like, "Oh man, you got it, awesome!" See, so if you put this money it, on, the, if you like put money on three hundred bucks up. right in front of us too, right before yeah. that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I was, and then there's been times where like my very first trip to Atlanta by myself is when I went. I was um, volunteering at a, a festival down there. And, oh yeah. I couldn't find my way to my hotel one night. So I was just going to say downtown. I couldn't find my way downtown Atlanta. <laughs> but, uh, but I was near downtown when I, pull, I pulled over and um, I had my laptop. I pulled over. I've been in McDonald's parking lot some, so I could get Wi-Fi on my laptop because my phone was dead. So I was just sitting there like trying to get directions to my hotel. Somebody came up to my window and without even thinking about it, I was just, yeah, can I help you? I rolled my window down there like, um, I think they literally just first asked, like, where are you from? I'm like, um, North Alabama. And they were like, oh, yeah, I'm from there. <laughs> I was like, yeah. sure. I was, yeah. But I was, I was like, yeah, I'm from Fife. They were like, yeah, yeah, around there. I'm like, we'll just talk for a minute. And it was, it was a woman, obviously. Well, I'm obviously a prostitute, but being downtown Atlanta at like 1230 at night, who else is walking to your car and I'm like, no, it's part of Druggy, prostitute, something. something no, a little no, nothing good happens after midnight. <laughs> um, well, that same street or, we walked down, all going to the going to the ball game. Yeah, there's well, one guy screaming at us like, "You don't want to go down there? That's the most corrupt part of town." <laughs> when we were passing we the lawyers' office, <laughs> yeah, we walked past City Hall, Peachtree <laughs> Street is where we were. Yeah, it was like, well, like, he's yeah. not wrong. Most corrupt part of town. That, well, I don't think it was Peachtree, but we walked when we got out of the ball game. We rode the bus back to the train station from the ball game, and then we went down that same street, and there was like trash can fires and stuff. It was like, <laughs> I'm glad we didn't walk back. <laughs> is this the seat of a movie? Is the first thing I would be thinking of if I saw that. San Francisco's like, yeah. the same, man. You got like yeah. uh, one street that's like nothing but like art and beauty and stuff, and literally Hate Street. You don't go down Hate Street. It's like even more lopsided. There's a than reason. Atlanta by there's a reason shot. you call it Hate yeah. Street. But I want to go back to Hate Street. I want to go back. It's Hate Street, Ashbury. Wasn't mm-hmm. it that that's where the hippie scene was? Yeah. yeah. Um, next Still couple is. years. Next couple years, I'm for sure going to go. Especially when I get my three weeks. But no. Uh, um, yeah, the point of the story the is world don't let fear control you, but also don't be mean. Like don't go looking for fear. Like don't go looking for a, a bad time. If you, want me. No, if you do, here's my number. I think the point is like yeah, you need to face certain fears. Um, 
But you don't need to be stupid either. Yeah, yeah, don't be stupid. Like, like me, that's what's in when he's like, don't be scared of your fear. Like, my dad, scared. my dad don't want to go out of town in fear of breaking down. You get extended warranty on your car like I do, and that way they'll put you up in any hotel. And yeah, see he has all that. He just don't, <laughs> he, like, man. He just didn't tell your dad, answer that phone call, man, about his car's extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> he just, I just that's a weird fear to have like, I might break down if I go to chat <laughs> basically about? basically man man that's a or, I saw your parents last weekend yeah they told me um, a bit. or just like afraid something will happen here like to my grandparents or something while they're out of town for two days and I'm like that's a terrible way to live their life you know yeah so that's the kind of fear that i'm saying like like don't let it control you like like I, we have a friend that like right after the pandemic started she wanted to go um uh, to the biltmore and i was like i don't do that like the fear might get grown and this was like literally a month after it started like it's april last yeah, year I remember. and she then she was like i can't let it stop us from doing stuff like like that and going back i probably and- probably would have went but um, I'm knowing what you know now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but like, that's the thing. Like, you can't. You miss out on so much if you let like like that. You miss out on like traveling and stuff if you're scared of like what's going to happen when you're not here. I'm like, like Jared, it's going to happen if you're here or not. You broke down one time coming back from a concert to where mm-hmm. like y'all's entire <laughs> wheel came off and caught on fire and then let passed me, you. Let me let me tell this story <laughs> real quick to any potential viewers out there. I'd gone to see. Uh, a hardcore like slash metal band called becoming the archetype and uh on the way back from the show this was somewhere down near it was between birmingham and tuscaloosa i forget the name of the place but uh we were somewhere close on, on interstate 59 before you get to fort Payne, uh close to somewhere in there Trenton, uh, i remember th- thinking like the whole trip i was driving back and i thought man the whole steering wheel and everything was shaking uh yeah sure enough like i'm sitting there thinking like you know at some point like what if the whole wheel just came off but it, it, like an hour later that actually happened uh yeah like the whole wheel just came off the car like we slammed it rim in, and all like uh yeah rim and all like it, it's basically just left the little uh whatever you call that part in where the, like, the brake is and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it left that little part there but yeah like it messed up the wheel well in the car pretty badly but luckily we didn't get hurt i just kind of glided over into the emergency lane everybody else was asleep and i'm surprised like, also it didn't slam like, down on uh, the pavement it's kind of what happened like you know just went boom onto the pavement and all of a sudden yeah we're like ah, i'm like almost frozen like right. didn't move the steering wheel but like i was able to just kind of barely you couldn't move the steering wheel really. mm-hmm. that wheel's gone but i could barely move it enough to kind of get us into the emergency lane yeah, and uh, we had to go find the wheel because we didn't know where it went, but I just saw it go flying off into the distance, like sparking and flaming still. Uh, so y'all were still trucking it down the interstate so. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like 70 miles an hour. And the wheel just, just passes you. Yeah, yeah, it just keeps going and we didn't. <laughs> and we're like, man, somebody's just going to run into this. Like, it's going to be in the middle of the when highway. When you saw it, did you know it was uh, your wheel? Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, like, well, of course it had the same, like, the... The rest of the wheel was surprisingly intact. Uh, wasn't like busted or flat or anything right. like that. We just rolled it back to the car, put it in the trunk, and it got towed away. 
and we all had to pack into uh, my friend's mom's car. There was like five of us plus like her. So yeah, six people in this little bitty car. It was not made for six people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was a lot thinner back then too, and that made it a lot easier. Was that the, was that the only time right, you've ever so. broke down far away from home? Um, I, I wasn't even that far. You were somewhere on fifty nine, so. I mean, that's, I was still a good, like, 45 minutes to an hour away from home, though, yeah. even at that point. I broke, I broke down. To almost. give that, to scale to, like, people listening, like, in L.A. or somewhere that traffic is a problem, oh, an yeah. hour from home from here is, like... 60 miles. 60 miles. Like, yeah. think of, like, a mile an hour, like, 60 miles an hour yeah. in any direction is about Pretty how m- fast you can get in an hour. And, yeah, yeah I, for a good, all the way... Probably 600 miles from here in any direction, you can drive about a mile a minute. That's probably... Until you hit somewhere like Huntsville's gotten a lot more crowded here lately. You can't just get through Huntsville anymore. Yeah. Birmingham has always kind of been that way. Atlanta, Chattanooga can get Orlando, Orlando and Atlanta, that's true. I mean, you're traveling that fast, but you're going to hit traffic most likely. Atlanta's the worst city I've ever driven in by a mile. Like huge margin. Chattanooga for me. I always get lost in Chattanooga. Though. I've hit. I don't some, get lost in Atlanta. I've hit some. Like I just can't what? figure out how to get back on the interstate. What you just though. Said. Atlanta's the worst. That's for traffic. Been. Like just having to sit in traffic and you know like every yeah. No, it's Chattanooga's slow. way more intuitive for getting around than Atlanta is to me because it's just so much more spread out in Atlanta. Yeah. Like you're in the middle you're of counting, Atlanta, but if you're, you're in the counting woods, like. like like Marietta and all the other little. I'm just basing basing on times I've been stuck in traffic in Atlanta versus times I've been stuck in traffic in Chattanooga, and it's not in the contest. It's seems like, like it's like 101 uh, Chattanooga. Seems like, like there's always a major intersection in Chattanooga that's under construction too, and well, that, that just makes too. it worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. definitely been stuck in traffic yeah. in Atlanta more, or in Chattanooga more than any of you, either of y'all. But the. Um, I'm stuck in traffic right now. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the longest you've ever had waiting in traffic? Three and a half hours. What about you? I got you beat. Let's see. I think the longest I may have ever had to wait was when I was on the way to a concert a couple of years ago, and there was an accident somewhere just outside of Atlanta, but it was also during rush hour. So I mean, it backed up like two hours outside of Atlanta. Fourteen days. <laughs> Fourteen days. Huh? <laughs> uh, no, seven and a half hours though. Uh, we were going to um, Savannah, Georgia, um, for St. Patrick's Day, and we left two hours later than we were supposed to. It was me, my mom, her husband at the time, who was the pastor, mm-hmm. and all of us. I don't know why we were going to St. Patrick's Day to like a city to party, but we did. Um, but no, there was a 214 car pileup in Atlanta. We would have been in it. Oh, no, that's crazy. But yeah, we waited like we literally. We were in a big van, like a church van. We had like lawn chairs and stuff. We ended up having a cookout, like, like on the side in, in, on the interstate, right outside of Atlanta. Um, my situation uh, is very fitting for this episode. Um, if Did somebody it, get their tongue ripped out, no. But if you're, um, if you see a log truck, what is your first thoughts? Don't my get dad, behind it. My dad. There's a logger. Really? No, it's. Final Destination Part 2. Come on, man. <laughs> Is it part 2 oh, or part 3? Part 2. It's part 2. That's another series. Is that not what you, you've never seen? I've seen Final Destination. I think I've seen more than one Final Destination. You've seen the one with the log truck? 
in the pile up on the interstate. Yeah, I see that one. So that's of course every every time I pass a log truck, that's what I think of. Well, that's what happened. Except oh, it didn't really? go through the car. A log truck lost its load on twenty four. And uh, the car drove up on one of the logs, and hmm. I sat dead stop three cars back for three and a half hours. Was that like recently? Like for Hope? Yeah, I was, on, I was like my first year going to Chattanooga. That's my first day. You call first year going call to Ryan Chattanooga. First day, like, this ain't going to work out. Like, the worst thing that ever happened to me, though, as far as that. Steering wheel dropping? Oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> like,. <laughs> So, do you know, like, how steering works on a vehicle? Kind of. Like, okay, so, uh, there's a thing called a tie rod that, like, so your steering column goes down, and you really can uh, control the left wheel, and then there's a rod that goes over to the right wheel to make it do the same thing. Anyway, yeah. that broke me going down the road. Oh, dang. And so I didn't know. turn. I didn't, yeah. obviously, I don't know what happened, man, but, like, I notice like sparks in my mirror uh going around moccasin bend that's a big uh that's right, right there when you go into chattanooga. it's in chattanooga it's yeah. like a big turn around the water anyway you can't miss it if you're on the air yeah and uh I'm, i pull over because i'm like am i drag like what am i dragging what could that be and i get out on the side of the interstate and it's not time and i'm like this is so dangerous and i don't i can't see nothing i don't know what it is so i get back in the truck and my steering feels pretty normal at this point and uh i get to brown uh is it brown's ferry or that first exit brown, there yeah the first exit whatever it is and uh i'm still seeing the sparks and my steering has gotten a little wonky at this point and i, mm. I pull off on that exit go down the ramp turn right and make an immediate left into a liquor store parking lot and i get out and go in and I, or no I, I call my lead man and say hey you know this something's going on with my truck i'm gonna have to be towed i don't know can't it's not turning because when i turned into the liquor store parking lot i was like it's not turning at all i don't something's wrong i go in tell them hey i'm gonna have to be wait on a tow truck is i hope it's okay that i stay in your parking lot and he's like i'm closing anyway it doesn't matter and uh a guy comes up to Chattanooga that's a record driver here and by this time I'd already figured out what it was because when I come out of the liquor store to tell I see this metal giant metal rod just sticking under my car and I'm like is that stabbed up into something because I didn't know what it was and uh I'll take a picture of it and send it to my lead man he calls me back and he's like that's your tie rod and I'm like what's that (laughs) yeah what's that he's like you, what? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, you ain't going nowhere. They're gonna have to come tow it. And then the tr- the the towing guy, the record driver, got there. He was like, "I don't understand. Like, this was like this. Like, how'd you get here?" And I was like, "I was coming down the interstate, and then I exited off, and then it was already like sparking and stuff." And then I pulled in, and I turned and I pulled in here, and he's like, "No, no, you didn't." No, you didn't. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I did, man." He's like, "No, nah, some angel did or something, man. You shouldn't have been able to turn the truck." And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, because what'll happen is Sorry like the it. momentum of the truck will just keep you going straight. Yeah, you won't be able to turn it unless both. Yeah, I was talking to this guy named yeah. Nick that worked, and he said that happened on his car, and 
when it happened on his car, he was about to go around a curve, and he just went through a cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> like when you, if you're going slow enough, you might can get it to turn a little bit. Like That's the only thing that I can wheel. figure that happened. Like, yeah, I, I can see that. Like once you slowed down to actually turn, I like, could have killed a lot of people. <laughs> a complete accident. But <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but no, the worst traffic situation besides that that log truck was. There was like a, a fatal crash, like at the twenty four twenty seven split, mm. um, and they shut down twenty four completely going that direction, and they like make us get off at at uh, Rossville Boulevard. I know this people that ain't from around here. That's this, that's on the other side of Chicago. doesn't mean nothing to you, right. but anyway, it's they get me they get all everybody to turn off in this place. It's totally not for. 18 wheelers and i'm just like okay i'll follow all the other 18 wheelers there's probably people that know where they're gonna how to get around where to go that's safe for a truck nah everybody goes down as far as they can pretty much turns around and goes back the way we came so i was like oh crap what's happening so i see these trucks turning off Mm -hmm. uh just down a road and i'm like okay they know where they're going i'm gonna follow them next thing i realize i'm like in a residential area and i'm like these people have no idea where they're going. And then we come to a complete stop and everybody's like confused. And they ended up, the cops showed up and directed traffic to get us back going towards, um, the way we ended up going around was towards, uh, the, the, uh, Ruby falls. Like we went up the side of the mountain and there's a tunnel in there that you have to straddle the middle of the road to go under because an 18 would scrape on the sides so low. But it was that low. It was nerve wracking because I'm like, I'm in a place like where you live in an 18 wheeler. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, I've seen 18 wheelers go down my road before, but yeah, they're not supposed to. Like it's, it's not made for that. I don't know why, how we got to traffic situations, but spiral traffic. See, facing fears, breaking down. Spir- this episode is spiraled. Yeah, out, out of control. control. I went down a whole rabbit hole about the you know fear response after I had surgery when it just like dawned on me like, wait a second, you mean to tell me that whole thing has been like the fight or flight response since I've been like going up high? Like that's all that is. Because psychologically, you know, like there's times sense. I'm sure like you know, you know something bad could happen, you could fall, but like. There's times where you're having that response where you know you're in no danger whatsoever, right? I mean, like mentally. Well, you have to because you've been in an airport. See, the thing was though, like it seemed almost like subconscious. Like I couldn't turn. Like going up the escalator in in Uh, in San Francisco in that mall, you know you're not gonna fall. Yeah, like that. that, Well, it's like you know, I just like you have to just do it, like despite the way you feel. Like, but that doesn't seem to like ever really fix it. If that makes sense. So I started going into, uh, uh, I think the other thing that triggered me going down the rabbit hole of this was PTSD therapy using psilocybin. (laughs) Right? Like, Mm -hmm. how is that related? Because apparently PTSD is kind of connected to that same, like, fear response. Mm -hmm. Like, things can trigger it. But it's so much stronger, like, with people who have that response you know, loud noise it. triggers the flight or flight response and, I mean, which it treats, can lead to people like beating like their spouses out, in their like, sleep i don't know they, they just freak out though the response <laughs> is so strong and they say like apparently at some point that was a learned response by your body 
And that's why you don't think about it too much. So at some point I got up high and got really freaking scared. And like, that's just, that was my body's learned response. It's like, maybe that's how it happened. I don't know. Let's talk about that for a minute. Why are you afraid of sofas? <sighs> that was when I was a little kid, man. It's what? the same thing, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, 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 but what was the story? Like, there? who knows? Like, what the story oh, was? My know. parents say it was an episode of Land of the Lost, where like they go in this, they find like a normal looking neighborhood and go in this house, but then all of a sudden, like they uh, start getting sh- attacked by the furniture, and like <laughs> that sparked my fear. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, I don't know. I don't think that was it. Did uh, you ever watch Pee Wee Herman? So. No, nah, I wasn't allowed to. Did you ever sneak and uh, watch it? No. You sure? I'm sure. There's a talking chair. <laughs> uh, there's a talking chair. Yeah. Like, I was just scared of, like, anything was going to get me. Maybe I was like Charlie Brown. I was just scared of everything. Oh, so what is so I was scared, scared of, of vacuum cleaners? I was scared of those little, uh, if anybody out there has played the original Doom game, there are these little pink monsters that run after you that I call the pink guys. And I was scared to death of these guys. Like, if, like if one the of them came off. at me, I was gonna jump out of the chair and run. Like I was that <laughs> scared of it, man. It wasn't. It wasn't gonna actually hurt me, but like that wasn't what but I thought that's about. Like how like, people get know. into horror movies. I mean, that's uh, it's that response basically. Though. Was and I would get to a point in the game where I knew it was gonna come out, and I would just start the whole game over <laughs> from the beginning and play it up to that point on the third level where I knew the pink guy was gonna come out. So, here, the I used my my uncle had mist like, for like, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he just runs out at you. Like, shut the fuck up. My uncle had mist for Sega Saturn, and oh, when oh, you would open those books, oh. and the guy, the scientist would be talking. That used to terrify me for some reason. Uh, I was scared of that game. I had to watch my dad play it. I couldn't play it. I just the whole atmosphere of that game did was it to me eerie, as a kid, yeah. though. Yeah, like I was just scared something was going to pop out. At me. Nothing ever, nothing does. ever does throughout <laughs> the entire game. But it feels like something's going to get you. Yeah, and you just end up trapped in a book. Spoiler yeah. alert for anybody out there yeah. that hasn't played that game yet. But you get trapped in a book. You've had like thirty-five years, I think. Something like, it's probably been about thirty years. Yeah, probably thirty years. Yeah, it probably came out like I'm going to say ninety-three. Yeah, it was a. PC game. Mm-hmm. Well, it was on well, you said Sega, Sega Saturn. Saturn, yeah. I played it on PC, though. Um, I mean, you've probably been broke down on the side of more than, uh, more equal to me driving a truck. But. I've been broke down in Nashville. Coming back from Atlanta. Um, I was like on the... You're near, taking near, Derek, not Derek, near Jeffrey center. home one yeah, time. Yeah, near, near center and I broke down and it was like, 11 o'clock, but I didn't get a hold of anybody. Because this is where my freaking anxiety and stuff, like, I don't want to be a bother to people. So I sat in my car, and literally in nowhere. Like, there was a abandoned gas station I was at. Yeah. I didn't see a car for a good hour, but I didn't want to be a bother, so I didn't call my dad for like two hours. Because I didn't want to wake him up. Because I usually sleep. So I think I called you. Yeah. Because I knew you were going to be up because you were... I was, I was already working thirds then. You were working thirds. I think it was like a weekend when you're not you were off. Oh, back at the old job, like before I worked at Coke, maybe. Were, I think you were at Coke. Oh. Or but I think it was like a Saturday night or something. Yeah. I knew you were off or something. Well, there was a reason why because I knew you were awake, and um, so you were already about to come get me. Then I found I was like tired. I know my dad's closer, so I won't be home. So I finally called him, and um. Uh, he came and got me, but yeah, I was literally, finally, this is where my, my fear thing is, like, 
I guess I just want to be home more out here, so I just started flagging people down. Like, oh. and two people pulled in and jumped me off, but as soon as they leave, my car would die again. Was you out of gas? No, it sounds was like a bad, bad alternator. But it was it was a bad. Uh, makeup. It could be. The I wish you made up a word. It was a bad. Uh, it was a bad car in the niner. It was a. It was a. There were multiple it, things it wrong. A, it was a blade skin and a. a <laughs> The combustion component on the blade skin was out of date, and then we had to, we had to like, you had to Pikachu it. Yeah, yeah. Had to take a Pikachu, uh, Pikachu at Stick it. it to the battery. <laughs> had to work on some tools. Yeah, work some tools. But it was something. It was something. I, I have ran out of gas before, thinking it was something to do with, <laughs> with the motor. I was like, I come my dad. I was like, hey, it's something wrong. I don't know. I just won't turn on. He was like, well, you. I guess I'm like, I don't know. And then, <laughs> was this in the Geo? I think it was. But yeah. I was at the gas station <laughs> in Macedonia. So I was like, I don't know, let me push her over here and get gas. So I, it, I pushed it over didn't, The fuel hand didn't work on that car, did it? I don't think it did. I think it was wrong. Like, uh, I think it was said I was full. I really was like three fourths of the tank. Speaking of that, I need to get gas like right now in my food. You know, I never did connect the uh, PTSD therapy to what I was talking about earlier, did I? No, you didn't. Because apparently that's one of the effects of psychedelics is being able to sort of like temporarily turn off that part that like connects to your amygdala where the fear response Now how is that possible from. when sometimes people freak out when they get on psychedelics? Well, that's because it's... So it actually does activate like most of your entire brain when you take psychedelics. They can watch it happen using stuff that monitors yeah, like like the electric floods activity. floods your serotonin response. But they note that like the part or, that tu- there's a part or, that turns off right. called your default mode network. And they think that's where the actual like response might actually be coming from mm-hmm. is the prevailing theory. And that using like the psychedelic drugs might actually be able to like, in the sense, like turn that off but it only it apparently it works but only like for a few months or something like that which is still you know it's, it's a pretty good bit of time to like go my, without my, doing psilocybin so i wonder if that's why people like say like you know ayahuasca will change your like whole outlook on life because it like activates your entire brain and then when you when you get off of the ayahuasca some of that activity just stays with you yeah kind of like when your brain comes back online and that default mode network comes back on they say it's a different pattern afterwards yeah uh, like, like the v sauce guy did a whole episode on that uh where they talk about that uh but it's also been noted yeah for psilocybin therapies well. what is the I don't know about the DMT molecule or whatever it is that's in the ayahuasca, but the psilocybin, the 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 chemical in that um, that is like well, it gets turned into something by your liver, yeah, and that's what causes the actual. It like, is the same trip. shape as serotonin, mm-hmm. and then on your serotonin receptors, it goes in there and like sits in the those same spots, and then you got like. Yeah, uh, basically, that's what causes you to hallucinate because right. your like system is flooded with this. You're essentially can't tell experience, the experiencing your own mind right. at that point. When your default mode turns off, they say it almost takes you into like a toddler-like way of thinking about everything because mm-hmm. guess what age of people still think like that where they don't really have that default mode network and their whole brain tends to just light up with activity, which kids... Yeah, um, that's why the kids seem to always you know they think of out of left field. They they don't really haven't got the brain of the adult yet, where it's kind of like. What that. if everybody jumps so, at the same time? Yeah, but anyway, 
that's a theory. I, I don't think anybody really knows everything about nah. this stuff. All they can do is monitor brain activity and talk about the way they feel. That's pretty much it. Like you can just communicate the best you can. Right. And they figure out the rest just by trying to piece together puzzles and hope that they all fit. But yeah, sometimes I wonder if that's what caused me to stop being afraid of heights. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Oh, but you are still afraid of heights, see, The you? thing was, it's not like, you know, I went and tried to, like, go somewhere up high on purpose, you know, right after to see, oh, did it work? Like, no, that, that never happened. But one thing I do <laughs> know is, like, you tend to start making decisions that you would normally be afraid to make afterwards. You don't really have... Not to a reckless... Uh, not in a reckless kind of way, though, no. Well, well I didn't. I can't right. speak for everyone on that. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to say, like, you know, nobody's ever quit their job the day after. Like, you know, Timothy Leary told everybody to do. Uh, yeah, I think that that would be a... You don't know who Timothy Leary is. Uh, the name sounds familiar. Uh, you know, to an end, to drop you know, out or whatever. You know, he uh, used to tell people. Like, he wanted everybody to drop out of school. McVay, the Oklahoma City uh, bomber. Timothy Leary is like the guy who was like... Kind of, in a way, was like one of the main people back when the whole hippie thing happened in the summer of love oh. like he was there and like spoke and like kind of became like a figurehead so to speak gotcha. of the whole thing and i think he was trying to like force it on people and wouldn't give orders yeah i don't i don't think he got everything right at all well you know who does have everything right who's that saratoga peanut butter saratoga peanut butter that was a word of the day that y'all just had to miss out on serotonin. what a week or two ago when we talked about the serotonin peanut butter. Oh, at the grocery land. store, yeah. <laughs> like, where did he just say serotonin peanut butter? <laughs> Can I just imagine that? Don't knock it to you. I had to think of until like Alex said something too, and I was like, oh, it wasn't just me. Uh, uh, I, was, I didn't want to sound stupid by saying that. But. Yeah. Spiral was yeah. <laughs> legit movie. We didn't. Did we really like rate it? overall yeah you rated it so i, I kind of four? yeah i remember saying like i would put it behind three that would be four like it, it was pretty close <laughs> to being as good as that one yes yeah, but fourth fourth you said overall. third or fourth yeah the first yeah. three are just too nostalgic for me to rate anything higher than them right. at this point i think uh i'm, I'm on the same boat you know, somewhere around third or fourth it was a middle of back then i do remember but watching the fourth movie and being like this just sucked. And I never watched any yeah. of them afterward until I mean, this, this one, week. This one didn't have anything that was just like, you know, that we hadn't seen in another movie before, really. I mean, like, the kills were different. I ain't different. never seen guys tongue ripped out. The kills were different, but it was still, to me, it wasn't anything shocking that I've seen in other movies. More shocking, I guess I could say. More shocking than I've seen in the other movies. But at the same time, it wasn't anything that I, I was like, oh, that was bad. Like, it was just not, it was, not, it was a middle of the pack movie for the Saw franchise. Like, it wasn't, I mean, there's not much more I can say about that right there. Yeah. Like you said, it's not forgettable, but it's not like mem- memorable. You know, I liked it better than. Good old time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I liked it better than Glass, which is another Samuel L. Jackson movie. Wasn't that the name of it? Mm-hmm. The last one. I mean, it's two different movies, but yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> you had. That was one that was built up. The split was so good. Because split. Unbreakable was so good. I like split, man. I did Unbreakable, too. I did, too. Yeah. I think it was more because of Arnold Taylor Joy. 
<laughs> um, beans, beans. I think it's about it. You got anything else, Jared? No, no, I don't think I do. Follow us on Twitter. Honestly, no joke. This might be our longest episode ever. Might be. And it's probably a three hours. And follow us on Twitter at podtimeforgot.com. And I am Cody S. Thompson. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving, <laughs> I'm loving it. it. What did I say at the beginning? I'm losing it. That's what I was I'm losing to say. it. I'm losing it. And I'm McLovin. <sighs> Not. No, you're Bob Saget. Oh, that's different. Yeah, that's, that was, oh, Bob uh, Saget. I was almost Bob Saget. I think we might have undone that one. <laughs> the title of his unfinished memoir, oh, I was almost Bob Saget. <laughs> that motherfucker got here before me. <laughs> this, thank you for joining us in for the brand new podcast on, what was it, Arts and Crafts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arts and Crafts. And I'm Jared, signing off. And I'm Cody. I'm out. Go check out our T Public. Link in the description. Check it out. Joe Bob gives it a three stars. Toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs>